Hey everyone, welcome to Dialogue oh. Choices Podcast. We've got Bird here. He's going to cinema sins all of our bullshit about NFTs that was wrong last week. Here you go. Go, oh Bird. Oh my god, no. Fire. Yeah. Do oh, it. Do that it. was the trap. Do it. That we had was a bad podcast said, last week where we just talked said, about NFTs for a long time. And then Bird immediately volunteered suspiciously to come on the podcast right after I showed him a link of our, of our discussion that I was pretty sure was wrong while it was happening. And he's like, yeah, it's all wrong. Here you go, Bird. Center stage. Go for it. No. No, 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 no. <laughs> Show I, us how much of an NFT brain you've got. <laughs> oh, my God. I don't what even... What kind okay. of NFT are you? How do you do things to do? <laughs> okay. It's really takes that nobody owns, but people keep saying they do. They <laughs> keep arguing that the they do, and it's weird. All right. Um, I don't remember what details you got wrong, because <laughs> anytime you talk about the technology... It was like your your, interesting, your brain just blinked but... out. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, so this is what an NFT is. It's uh, you take like a digital a lie that we tell ourselves. Of... Nice. You take like a digital. Well, I mean, it could be an analog thing too, but nobody's done that yet to any sort of <laughs> level of meaning. So you don't so complicate we'll just limit it. To just like a digital. More. Talking about digital stuff. He tried okay. to he, say, he tried to explain stock options like six months ago. It only made me understand less. So this is just this is a this is a <laughs> Faustian take, bargain. You take a digital idea, maybe it's a link to an image, maybe it's the JPEG itself or something. You then run it through blockchain technology to generate a unique identifier for it. That so is people then are selling hyperlinks? directly on the blockchain. Basically, <laughs> uh, you could do it that way if you felt like it. But basically, it's you generate a unique identifier that is durably stored on the blockchain, which so that's decentralized. And then uh, you can query it later uh, and say you basically can uh, determine, you know, do I own this thing that I claim that I own? And the blockchain will say either yes or no. And what you own is the token. And it is up to all of us to believe that that token actually maps any sort of benefit to the object owner, basically. It doesn't. So, it doesn't. So, well, yeah, I mean, not really in practice. <laughs> we done it. So, so yeah. It's just real money, but worse. Um, in practice, it like kind of becomes that, right? So this is the problem with a lot of crypto um, is that you have to buy into it. Besides you know, the scams, it's it's, <laughs> yeah. it's like it can't be a currency because it's not like you have to pay for American dollars to use American dollars. But with any crypto, you have to buy the currency. So as a result, well, you can't move... technically mine it, can't you? And how, mining how... is technically the same as like working for okay, it. Okay, fair. That is the way to go about it if you can afford to do it that way. Yeah. Um, but for most people, the way that it works is that you just buy it. So what do you do? You go to a broker, something like Robinhood or Coinbase or whatever, and you say, I'm going to buy, um, you know, some Bitcoin, which then kind of makes me wonder, like, the whole point is that this is decentralized. And yet the easiest way to access crypto or NFTs or anything like that is you have to go through a central authority. And well, and how this yeah. kind of loops back to NFTs is that um, one of the biggest uh, places where people get NFTs uh, 
they so if you go to um any sort of vendor of nfts to verify or buy like one of your tokens or verify if you own it or not uh oftentimes they don't even bother going through the blockchain to do their queries uh they just have their own database and they will kind of cash it and say like yeah you own this thing so you're and saying there's no chain of custody um i can't tell if that was a pun but sort of <laughs> <laughs> if, I'm not, like one. if I'm not actively hunting for a pun, I will not engage properly. <laughs> I understand. No, and I, I know How your tone you of voice. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, then it becomes like this huge undermining of trust in the fact that it's, you know, the whole selling point is, oh, it's decentralized. And it's like, but when you go to these vendors, you don't actually know if they are legitimately querying the blockchain or not you're just saying i here i hope that you do it and they oftentimes they aren't because it's so computationally expensive to query the blockchain so they'll often just cash it in a much cheaper way that isn't actually on the chain itself which then is kind of if you care about this stuff if you care about it as a currency or as technology that should be fundamentally terrifying yeah, is that fraud yeah, uh, it's just, it's just it's yeah. Not, I don't think it's, it's fraud because like the blockchain still has the truth quotation marks yes. on it. But yeah. like you you can't trust the centralized agencies in which you're kind of like giving money to access this uncentralized currency. Exactly. <laughs> like, it's exactly the it. thing that makes it really scary to me is and and, you know, this is the same problem that happens with Bitcoin is we've decentralized it, which has then resulted in, you know, okay, let's <laughs> say, you know, fiat currency, right? Like the, the, the source of value and the source of truth of fiat currency is the government in a very, very, very abstract sense. Um, so if you then kind of take that concept to, say, crypto, you can say what, orns, what kind of ends up owning the source of truth as we've decentralized it is it, it it manifests in these private companies again and you have to wonder like are they actually querying the blockchain on your behalf and chances are oftentimes they're not so that's like super fucky to me and mm -hmm. i think that people are actually like as people discuss crypto and all the problems i've noticed that people are becoming a lot more aware of these things that are actually fairly technical points which is kind of encouraging because i'm hoping that people understand the risks of all this shit a little bit more um because it's it's ugh, i don't know i don't know do you do have you, you i'm sure you've seen things like ubisoft and uh -huh. uh, electronic cards uh basically or in Activision as well nfts and stuff yeah. and their own coins yeah and, and making statements to their uh, shareholders that uh, NFT gaming is the future, in their own words. Um, the future of gaming is Do you here. think that they... you think that they're looking at the short-term gain, which is, you know, gullible stockholders being like, oh, profits, nice, invest. He uh, would never look at actually... the short-term short game. <laughs> <laughs> no, because, like, if you, if you see a real future in gaming for NFT... Mm -hmm. uh, like I personally see a possibility of gaming um, uh, NFT in games being a real thing in like three, four or five years and, and forward. I can see that. 
but I also think that that's terrible and awful and it should it, every no don't do that but do you think that these companies actually see it properly or is it just a fad or, um, or I, I don't you? I so the th the thing about NFTs having a future in gaming is that you, um, there's a bit of a problem there in that uh, Steam, for example, doesn't allow you to sell anything on their platform that incorporates NFTs into them. Mm -hmm. um, so or he's just sweating right now because he's actually working on an NFT game he can't talk about. <laughs> no, 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 no. NDAs. Um, I, I. <laughs> will not say one way or the other. And that's just me being extremely precautious. But anyway, <laughs> uh, so you have this problem then of like, hey, we're decentralizing it, but all the power of the actual real world use then becomes, oh, Steam is the central authority and they've kind of, there you go, there's your NFTs gone. Um, so it's interesting because then you think like, okay, if Ubisoft, if they're going to be trying to capitalize on NFTs and put it into Assassin's Creed, do they then, what do they do with their launcher? You know, because there is the Ubisoft mm -hmm. store. Do they do what Steam does or do they try to be the NFT allowing platform? Like, what does that mean? Um, so just, so that's kind of one thing that jumps to my mind as I think through like what you were kind of asking about. Um, the other thing is, uh, what is what what use does an NFT have to a game? Um, again, like it's just going to be proving the uh, the ownership. I, I think the, I would think anyway that it's interesting because that is actually more an NFT in a video game is are is probably more definitively saying you own something than an NFT of a JPEG, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But so, it's also that ownership also comes from a centralized, very fiat-like authority saying this has value, which is one I, of the reasons. I, I shy away from using fiat as discussion because I don't know very much about fiat <laughs> very monetary hazy. theory to yeah, yeah. feel confident making those sorts of comparisons. But yeah, I mean, you're basically relying on a central authority to say, ultimately, do does this token have meaning in the game? Mm -hmm. um, so then it's like, okay, do they own a blockchain or are they just bullshitting you? <laughs> you know, because you can't <laughs> yeah, verify yeah. it. The blockchain is then hidden behind this vendor where yeah. they could totally be scamming you mm -hmm. and you could, you don't know. And it could be that they just cache it in a database and just say like, yeah, we'll look it up for you from our database, which is way cheaper for them to maintain than any sort of blockchain authority. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. So I don't know. That's just another thing that would, but that's, like really make me wonder weeds. what's the point of NFTs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're explaining it in in a way that when you get into the weeds of how it works, like there's no benefit to NFT technology in gaming, in the sense of um, in the sense of it's not really uh, going to be different from anything that you do currently, right? Yeah, you're, but in the you're... in the way that you market it, it is. And I think and specifically in the way that it, it centers gaming around ownership of any of, of parts of the game, which is just so contrary to the enjoyment of art in general. And there was this certainly be a beautiful tweet 
from somebody that thought they were making a good point and it was great and whatnot. They're like, imagine in pl playing fuck an NFT Mario Kart where you can own Mario and no one else can play Mario. <laughs> but he was like, serious? <laughs> He's like, yeah, yeah exactly. that's the future. And I'm like, ugh. <laughs> That's horrible. But that's but that's literally like I, Ready Player One, where the video game yeah. in the actual book is a really shitty video game, and people just yeah, jump over yeah. that because it's oh wow, VR so good. Because <laughs> it's centered on ownership, though. It's like a, a traditional video game is centered on the the you looking at a thing or playing a thing or having an opinion of a thing. It's tr it's normal in the sense of you know it's not it's it doesn't change based on. Um, like it's it's like watching a movie in in the sense that you know you watch a movie you have an opinion about the movie and that's it and you play a video game you have an opinion about a video game and that's it. When, Boy, competitive do games I. Change, <laughs> com competitive <laughs> games change that dynamic a little bit and uh, actually a lot uh, in the sense that obviously the com competition is part of the experience and somebody who is very good at a game experiences the experiences the game very differently. But mm -hmm. then that's that's why it's. It's competitive. Like there's a competition to experience to have that experience, and it's a thing. Uh, when you center games around the bits that you have and the weapon that you, the skin that you have in your weapon, or how, uh, the, mm -hmm. how the animation that your mount has, or whatever, and uh, there's a lot of games like this. When uh, and those those sorts of games play differently based on what you own, and and your objective is to. Uh, I mean, if you play them like that, obviously not all players need to play a game like. Uh, you know, a skin-heavy game is what I'm saying. I don't need to name any one Apparently, in particular, like, but there's... Because they're, they're so popular with kids because they're free. They, they just, like, they just have this whole culture around just bullying people that use normal skins. Yeah, yeah. Maybe. Yeah, it's... Yeah. It, it's what? It, that, that, that just, yeah, they're <laughs> just... people that have the wrong skin on? Okay. You know, for having default skins. Default skins, yeah. Because they're seen on as lesser. Fortnite or whatever. Because they're buying into the system that these cosmetics are valuable and matter and so on. Since they're so bad, yeah. and anyone who rejects that is like a vegan. And that's like an attack on their personality. <laughs> so they have to hate them. Yeah. I would just... But, the, I would just but it also... Like, well, like, well, this is what having money looks like, you poor motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> Wasted it all that's, on skins. But that's not true, though. You don't have is the money. You gave it away. No, because you gave it away to this company. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> People who have who, who have default skins didn't invest money into this. They're just hanging yeah, no, he's, out. He's bragging from the yeah. perspective of the person that didn't buy any skins. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like it's like bragging you don't oh, have right. kids. I don't have kids. I have money. <laughs> yeah, well, <that> <laughs> so, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of where I think that they're going with NFTs in these games, right? Is it's uh, one yeah, of it's a kind the skins. idea of, of whales. And uh, being able to try and convince whales that um, you can speculate. Martin Squirrelly like, really on... bought the one copy of that Wontag album and the entire planet took it personally. <laughs> now I want to be the only owner of something. <laughs> I, I, want my, I want the Coldplay NFT or whatever the first like album that was like that was. Um, but yeah, I mean, the whole point of, I think, owning an NFT, well, I mean, maybe not the whole point, a large, large, large point of owning an NFT is that it's a degree of speculation, right? It's like owning mm -hmm. a meme stock. It's like owning Bitcoin in the first place. You're basically buying this stuff so that you think it goes up in value and can sell it later. Uh, and I do believe that you can kind of appeal to the to the psychology behind whales in, in these games. You know, you know what I mean by that, right? Like people that I don't drop think ten thousand so. dollars or whatever on a free-to-play game to just i don't think so because people it, 
makes them feel like they're the best. But the thing is, like the thing, the people who spend money, the whales in 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 pay to, you know, pay to play games or whatever, uh -huh. those people tend to want the things out of a sense of accomplishment or or out of a sense of uh, addiction to having things. That's why sure. they're they're so predatory. The, these business practices. Uh, because yeah. that's what the vast majority of whales are. They're just people who actually shouldn't be spending that money, but they are because it, that's the reward that the game, the game gives them. Right. Uh, the, you know, the owning this bit, and it's it's fun to have, um, you know, at least in the perspective of that person. And it, or kids that are, don't, that are playing on a console that doesn't have parental controls or stuff like that. But the when it, when it involves the reward aspect of it, I think... Like, you don't often hear people talk about FOMO when it comes to Bitcoin. Like, I remember back in 2016 or 2017 being like, oh boy, I wish I had kept that half a Bitcoin that I mined in like half a day. Um, <laughs> and I, I wish I did. <laughs> but Or I wish I had bought Bitcoin. But back then when I was saying this, if I had bought Bitcoin, I would have had a huge amount of money right now. Uh, so... Oh, wow. This is not not a, an incentive, especially now that Bitcoin is so volatile. It's definitely not me saying that I should or anybody should buy Bitcoin right now uh, and they'll get their, their money back. What I'm saying is that the fear of missing out and the sort of mentality doesn't actually play a whole whole big role in Bitcoin, Bitcoin transactions. It's just and especially because when you account for the fact that only 25 percent of people who buy Bitcoin actually make money with it. It's even worse than it's that the, high. The, Huh. Yeah, it's, well, I mean, it's not—it's not high. That's not—they can't. That's bad. That's way higher than expected. Yeah, is it? Oh. I'm not. I'm expecting right, fucking Cutco numbers where no one's—it's <laughs> like a fake business. But every pyramid scheme makeup fucking company that I've but, seen family members fall for, and it's like you're not gonna make—you're not gonna be your own boss. You're just—you just, all you did was buy a product while being tricked into thinking you were gonna sell the product. No, but you have to. But Bitcoin goes up in money. But the fake employees are the customers. It like, does go it, up it, in money. But it... the thing is, what happens is that people buy it. Well, so people will hear stories of like, "Wow, I bought Bitcoin, and three weeks later, it went up, you know, ninety percent in value." Or if and anyone can hear the dogs like, just losing their fucking minds in the background for the last ten I can minutes. Hear it. A lot yeah, of people will say like, "Oh, I made fifty thousand dollars on Bitcoin in three mm -hmm. weeks." because they were already millionaires, but that doesn't matter. <laughs> so yeah. people will rush in to buy it, they FOMO, uh, and then Bitcoin and goes down, yep. and then they yep. sell it. Yeah, uh, That's why it's... I, I honestly think 25% is is uh, is too low for the... If you look at the graphs of Bitcoin, most people should be making money with it. But it isn't that. That's the thing. Like, there uh, there is room people for people... People money to... speculating all the time on stuff that should go well. Because speculating is psychologically very, very, very yeah. challenging. I suppose I, I, I've, I don't have experience with it in, in terms of at least the stock market. You might call those profits speculative fiction. I, yeah, I don't. I think like <laughs> that, I think the only time I've ever felt FOMO was like the first time an event in Overwatch happened. I was like, oh, I'm gonna miss out on these skins. <laughs> I really should try harder to get enough in-game currency. I complained about that before I even played Overwatch. I was just sure, like, but... it's really stupid that there are a bunch of modes that you just like can't play most of the time. They're just there, but fuck you. <laughs> you should have been here during October instead of with your family or whatever. 
I yep. think so yeah. that's it. I don't I like crypto never I don't know. I never expected I have coworkers like, that have FOMO about Dogecoin of all things. That's when I knew this stuff was really going off the rails. Yeah. yeah. That's I, unfortunate yeah. because they definitely cringe. They definitely yeah. missed out on being the ones to make a scam currency. Because that's the yeah. At the end of the day, the money that's going into Bitcoin is also like it's feeding so much human trafficking and drugs and all the bad shit in the market. Uh, I don't know. That, my my thing for Bitcoin has just been like I'll buy Bitcoin when I like can when I can shake hands with the creator. Like show me who made it. Don't show shake right hands. With COVID. Don't do that. Like, that's <laughs> fine. I'm vaccinated. The uh... lick hands. Like, I want to like, see the yeah, person who's like in tongues. control of it. Who's the one who can just shut it down today? Because um, you can... I don't care about the argument that it's decentralized, because it's not. Somebody it's has not. the... Someone has the trigger to this. So, like, show me right now. Come out of the shadows. Take your mask off. Say hello to the audience. And see... And I want to see your face. And then I'll it's trust bird. that this is... This it is not a scam. Me. This was all like, an elaborate multi-year hoax just to make more furries. And it's like working. At one point, There's entire you know, like cults it, built around like they call themselves prides. <laughs> and they're like, welcome to the pride, everybody. The lazy I lions. invent Bitcoin to invent NFTs to invent more furries. <laughs> like, what is... You're uh, the I'm deep throat the of this operation. Or was it deep, was deep throat the real name or the parody name? I don't remember. Uh, it was the real name. <laughs> it was the real name. That's the best part. Yeah. I, it was so rare. I'm just waiting for yeah. both of these systems to collapse. It's just gonna be Me really too. fun. It'd be to great. Watch. It's gonna be it's gonna be fun to watch someone like, wow, I just lost fifty six million dollars in a second. How did that happen? And there's gonna be like some no guy pity. who's richer than like everybody. Did they lose on real the money though, or do they lose pretend money that was never provably going no, to be? They shouldn't ever have money. had that much money yeah, in the first well, place. They theoretically would lose fake money so long as they've never invested a single dollar of real money into it. Which means like the only people who could oh, yeah. not lose money are people who only have Bitcoin from mining. Which is like no, but even probably, that is investment. Probably like no, that's still that's a lot less investment than like straight. Yeah, well, sure, sure, sure. But this is but I'm like Keith's talking about like have you lost real money and like no because if you mined it, sure you paid an electric bill, but that's not the same as taking money and giving it to someone in right. exchange for coins and like you you do own an asset in the end when you mine it, right? You own the video cards. Sure, but you use those video cards for other things, presumably. Yeah, exactly. It's not like you only you all you don't have a Bitcoin. Well, I guess some people have rigs just for mining, but yeah, it's still I don't know. I just meant like, like is, is, is this stuff even provably turnable into real money? Like, can you actually buy real things of real value with it on the like millions yes. dollar scale that they're yeah. saying? Yeah, you it, could buy plenty of stuff with bitcoins. Uh, you can buy pizzas. You can buy drugs. <laughs> you can buy people. Um, you can yeah, buy whatever you that. want with bitcoins. There's not really a limit here. And thanks to the fact that it's quote unquote decentralized, you can just buy it and not have worry about anything happening to you unless you buy it from a place that keeps a log. <laughs> In which case, then the FBI will come knocking at your door at some point in time. Just wait for it. <laughs> but, uh, i.e. Silk Road. But, like, um... Does the FBI but, operate outside of the United States? Uh, no, no. But the FBI is very generous with its information to other, like, other units. 
like uh -huh. if, if the fbi like in the silk road situation fbi is like oh hey look oh, yeah. there's people from russia knock knock russia here's some people you might want to go after like there's no allegiance fbi's are like oh i'm gonna protect these russian guys they're pretty cool like, <laughs> they're gonna it be like, like nah, the fbi yeah, wouldn't do yeah they're just like a burn it all bridge kind of deal they're just like well we found we found a bunch of people's names and if they ain't in the, in the u.s there's somebody drive down burn dead. it all bridge yeah, basically, that is any tr any three letter agency in the, the United side. States. Yeah, any three letter agency in the U.S. is a burn it down bridge driver. They will do anything they can to don't any the anything they drive is only over catches more garbled. on fire. No, all your base are belong to us. Exactly, it's getting but, less and no, less uh, English. But to yeah. answer your question, like, so it it depends on the actual investment people have made into crypto like using real money in exchange for crypto. Um, so if they did, then yes, they can just lose money. But if not, then no. But also like the second part of that is technically depends on how much they invested. So like no one invested $50 million into Bitcoin. People tend to have invested half of that and then got 50 million because of the increase of value in Bitcoin. Yeah. But that doesn't mean that they have $50 million because they still have to get they still have to pull that money out from somewhere and no one's going to let you do that. So yeah. Yeah. it's like, it's like the stupidest fucking thing. Like you have to, that's what, that's why like NFTs are really popular. Cause it's something to do with your stupid, funny monopoly money. Um, you can like use it to buy things that you give value to, to give purpose to this currency that you have given value to, but like not everyone will honor the value of <laughs> So, so the entire yeah, purpose of NFTs is to cope with the fact that they already invested in Bitcoin. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. I mean, a lot of a lot of NFT bros are just like living off of copium. Like that's the only thing keeping them alive. The copium mines. Copium should be a, a coin. Copium yeah, coin. I think it is. I, I think it is. Oh a my coin. god. Yeah. I've if seen coin. Yeah. Coin. Let me look it up. Cope coin. Copium. Uh, that's opium coin. Google, thank you for that. Uh, nah, it, at least it doesn't show up on Wikipedia. It's just somebody's album. Gangsta rap is the name of the genre. What? Butters, drink the water. No. <laughs> Nasty cat tongue in my water. Okay, I guess copium coin is actually just a meme. It's not a real thing. A, it would be cool. It, when people lose money, they'll meme like, like go long on copium. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so uh i guess that coin doesn't exist you can create one keith just make sure there's two valuable lessons you have to you have to do here one um make sure that you get a lot of influencers to to pitch your coin uh well, usually under the guise of something important <laughs> like saving children trees or all of the above is and that what we call second, Lindsay lohan now an influencer <laughs> Yeah. yeah and uh secondly you want wait to, i thought we were influencers you want to make sure <laughs> God, that as not. soon as it gets to like i didn't a, sign up for this once it gets <laughs> to like uh, above 50 dollars in value you want to pump and dump it so you want to just take all the money kick everyone out and just leave um about 50 dollars <laughs> that's so <laughs> well because remember you have all of this value so you have like all of the value uh, you have all yeah. these coins um so if everyone's paying, you know, everyone's buying a bunch of coins for $50, then presumably you can just kind of rake it all in and 
close the doors and tell people no. Like, you know, banks used to do in the Great Depression. They just kind of like mm-hmm. took all the money and then closed the doors and said like, no, sorry, no money. <laughs> no money here for you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's Bitcoin yeah. literally happened. <laughs> we took your money yeah. and now it's gone. Thank you for it, your money. That well, was nice of you again, to give to us. It, this is why it's nice to have it decentralized because that means no government can come and say, hey, you deserve that money you paid. Uh, you just get to ha- you get to get scammed, and that person gets to get away with <laughs> what an honor. you. What a freedom! Nothing... That's like the best. That is literally yeah. the exact thing that this country was founded on: scamming people. I mean, freedom. Uh, it was freedom. But you repeat yourself. Way. No, I don't. I don't know. I once you <laughs> once you start investing time into like researching uh, cryptocurrency, there's like you see two two really tall buildings and a bunch of rubble around them and you're like yeah huh, how come there's like two coins and a lot of fucking <laughs> rock on the ground what happened here like, <laughs> every coin is just a scam except for the two big ones which just haven't gotten to the point yet in which they're going to become scams <laughs> like and meanwhile a lot of people are getting scammed on account of it well i mean that's a that's just economy. You just, I can't change that. <laughs> just economy? That's just no, this economies work. That's um, uh, that's the, that's the aspirational nature of uh of the system that allows people just to be to fall for. Well, think for, about uh, it this way: how much? What is what is stuff. Bitcoin worth right now? It's worth uh sixty two thousand dollars for one wow. coin. Um, and that is just double the amount of time the, the amount that i the last time i looked which was and like a few year years ago back. it was worth fifteen thousand. so oh uh, there we go that, then i looked it felt like two years ago that i looked but it was actually just three months so the year <laughs> that's not too bad that is what time year, feels like now uh, that is indeed <laughs> to go up that percent that's pretty good uh however uh let's see that's a year um if we look at the five-year mark and the thing is with this amount of inflation and 20 only 25 percent of the people who actually who buy it actually make money with it so how did you see how predatory it is the whole the whole thing you have a a one in four chance of making money with it if you get into the system yeah i mean so this is uh, obviously this is the reason why you see a lot of uh um what is it a lot of uh, malware and uh, such being related to mining, making your yeah, yeah. whatever mine coins is because there mm-hmm. is this there's this huge incentive that if you can just get one stupid fucking coin, uh, you just have sixty two thousand dollars <laughs> right there. That's that sounds way easier than getting a job and making sixty two thousand yeah. dollars. <laughs> like that's Which way I mean, more mood. work. <laughs> you could just get one coin. Yeah. Um, one coin is a lot of work, though. Like, I, well, mind that's, not, that's not important. It's not about the work, because if it was about work, you just go get a job. It's about the yeah. fact that one say, of I these, say work for the machine. but Yeah, like one of these numbers is a lot lower and you can get to that low number, presumably uh, faster than you can get to the other big number. So uh, it also is something you don't have to do. Like, it's the greatest thing. You don't have to work for it. It's some kind of robot machine that will do it for you. Some computer just crunches mm-hmm. a bunch of math numbers like and a that's and, and the only money. cost is the environment. Well, the environment yep. doesn't matter because you have sixty-two thousand dollars. You can go buy a car and kill the environment more. I mean, 
to uh, be fair to Bitcoin, pretty much all the other investments that you make with money also are terrible for, for the environment. At least right. the investments that make money. I'm pretty sure most economies are bad for the environment. It's kind of... Yeah, well... You have to, yeah. you have to consume in order to profit. You don't, though. Like, if you we don't? had an economy... Yeah, if we had an economy based around, um, like, personal enrichment... I'm just, you know, obviously this is, this is uh, very simplistic in the way I'm saying it, but, you know, personal enrichment and services... Like those two things, if those two things were enough for us to, to feel satisfied in our society, is visiting Chernobyl really... personal enrichment? <laughs> um, are you uranium? What? Um, Only in my minute. dreams. I was thinking, like, wouldn't it be more deadly for the environment if everyone was like self-sustainable? Well, it depends on what self-sustainable means. If it means sustainable I mean, yeah. in, I'm imagining like food-wise. I mean, is it a trick question? Food. Yeah, because you you have sustainable agriculture, but you also have agriculture that is that isn't sustainable. That that, that consumes resources, and those resources can be things like the earth, the nutrients in the earth, but they could be also the just the the limit of carbon my dioxide. Fucking time farming. So well, uh, I'm gonna. It is true. I'm gonna. It is true that Stardew cities... Valley. Get the hell out of here. <laughs> <laughs> it is true that cities are are less polluting per capita than than you know sprawls or mm -hmm. uh, than than rural areas, but that's due to transportation costs. A lot of it it tends to be the transportation costs. It's the roads right. that that pollute a lot. It's uh, all the infrastructure that pollutes as well, and obviously the the transportation itself. So. Like, but the, the 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 trick is isn't to for everybody to live well though, because it what? you only live well as 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 long as the system allows you to live well. So it's it's down to the system to not force it on us to say that if you have the latest clothes or the latest iPhone or or you play the latest game with the latest skins, you're you're the best. It's that some sort of consumerism mentality that is ingrained in all of us that means that consuming is actually you know it's at the center part of our at least shared identity when it comes to market and obviously like that means that if you're good games no that's uh, I, I don't I, i'm not devaluing that i'm saying that the reason why that it, that is ingrained in us is because that gives money to a lot of people so you know it's a self-fulfilling cycle it's if if uh you know, watching nice movies is nice, but if nobody made any money from nice movies, a lot of fewer people would like watching nice movies because there would be fewer movies. So uh, what I'm saying is like the, the cycle exists there because it's profitable and it's nice that it's profitable. It's good that the cycle exists. But when it, you know, if it's a cycle about just saying nice things to each other, that doesn't pollute. That's nice. If it's a cycle about extracting... <laughs> frozen dinosaur from underneath the earth and killing a bunch of people while doing it and actually being super unprofitable and the governments actually have to pay more for fossil fuels than they do for everything else and it's just a big scam in the, at the end of the day that cycle is bad but it gets it's very profitable if you invest in oil it's very profitable just look at all the all the governments being like yeah we really want to stop climate change but I'm still going to invest in coal, freaking coal, which is less profitable than oil. They still don't say that they're going to stop investing.
Well, it's I mean, people keep mining it for some reason. If you just they stop mining, mining it, you wouldn't really it's... be able to do anything with it. It's so unprofitable it. in comparison Wait, to so just... much other stuff. What if you just but set still... every coal mine on fire? Because then they'll just burn forever. Oh, that's and a really good idea. Out, right? Yeah, that's that's just... that will really help climate change. That would well, sure. I mean, yeah. at, at this point, you're not succeeding. Rube Goldberg's in... apocalypse. Yeah, at this point, you're not going to like actually stop climate change, but you can make it really uncomfortable for everyone involved. Like, that's just, a good just, idea. Just kick it into endgame. Because, well, because like realistically, all of this keeps it like you know the the assumption here is that you have uh, is that like the people performing atrocities to the planet are going to be fine because they live in a bubble where they'll have all the things that they need forever. But and like, they're billionaires you, and they're very old already. But not if you kids, just remove yeah. all of that. Like if the sky doesn't, if like the, the sky is covered in clouds, like that are noxious clouds all the time. Solar doesn't work. That's why they want to go like, to Mars. You burn all of the coal. Well, <laughs> now you don't have coal as a resource. Like the you problem just, is the, you, you get just, to that point, you, everybody else has already gone to shit. So it's like, oh, sure. You know, shooting well, yourself to the head to kill your enemy is just like aha i got you but you don't know how strong spite is it's the strongest force of energy humans have ever spite created moves your brain <laughs> second, down. Only, second only to cope second only to cope <laughs> and cope uh, zero <laughs> oh great diet, diet cope, cope. <laughs> cope. <laughs> yeah, my, to- my doctor told me i've had too much cope i need to have diet cope did they did they end the the brand the Coke Zero? Sorry, Coke Coke Zero? I don't think so. Uh, no. Coke you, said every time I, you said it. I did. Because uh, the last time exists. I... Why wouldn't it? Because last time I went in and bought some, it, it's all like sugar-free, sugar-free instead of zero. Oh, interesting. Uh, no, isn't it's not Coke Zero. Branding? Isn't huh. Coke Zero... Wait, isn't Zero Sugar also sugar-free? Yeah, but the well, reason Coke why... Coke Zero they, was zero calories... No, 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 it's uh, all the same. No, it's it zero might everything have slightly... but sodium. Excuse you. Uh, well, I mean, the, diet the, coke. Uh, diet coke is no sugar because it's stevia or whatever. Yeah, but but it's but basically the coke same thing. Coke zero the is why specifically no calories. Yeah, but you question diet all the coke more what you're so... drinking. Uh, uh, diet sodium. coke is also zero calories. A lot calories. of sodium. <laughs> the, the the reason why they they rebranded to zero is because. Uh, Diet Coke was seen as not manly enough, so fragile little men can't drink Diet Coke. But doesn't Diet and Coke so, still exist? Fragile men! <laughs> yeah, it's sold, it's sold uh, on parallel, because it's better to have multiple products and waste a bunch of Your resources and fragile and, and will not survive. Let's well, I mean, the, sounds the like Lady Dimitrescu. Like it's still the same can, they're just putting a different color on it. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't think... Yeah. Do you think that's not wasteful? In the sense of, not, of uh, the result uh, is I mean, being, I don't. Isn't every I mean, bottled drink inescapably wasteful? I don't know what the alternative is there. Yeah, like, okay. I, I, again, I feel I like there's not like, there's not much of a, of a leaderboard that's worth that's splitting fair. hairs over. And I don't that's think Coca Cola is yeah. going to buy less cans because they have less product, like less different products. Like they would still have the same amount of cans. What I'm saying, print what I'm saying is that. On them. They use those tactics that pollute more to drive people who maybe otherwise wouldn't buy their product to actually buy their product. And obviously, when I'm even, saying this, I don't even know if it's true that there's a different product. Like, can you? I, I don't. I can't prove that. I'm sure someone could, but that seems like no. In the sense that, in the sense that, uh, Coke Zero is branded different from Coke uh, from Diet Coke, right? 
Oh, I meant the inside. Like, I don't even know if the inside, oh, the, yeah, like, it's the actual Coke the drink itself it's is different. Yeah. Like, it tastes a little different, but it's, I mean, you could, it might as well just be like a fraction of a gram that of something and that's it. Most people uh, can't even tell the difference between Pepsi and Coke. You can't, can't tell me there's like a difference between Diet you Coke could, and it's, Coke. It's, it's, I it's can pretty, definitely tell the difference. One's Pepsi gross, and, the other's Pepsi good. and Coke is really easy I can to tell for it. I, I tell it? everything apart. Yeah, they're really different. If it's I'm a very sensitive little fragile man that doesn't drink Diet Coke. I definitely drink Pepsi over Coke every single time. Oh, absolutely Pepsi's not. Good. Oh, Pepsi's absolutely good. Absolutely not. Oh, man. Pepsi is good only if you add... Pepsi's uh, nasty. Lim ...lemon. Pe otherwise, it's so sugary. Maybe it tastes better to vegetarians. <laughs> what does that mean? He has a different palate than I do. Yeah, he's saying that I, because I don't eat meat, my taste buds have gone weak. That's not, I'm no, just saying different. <laughs> no, it's extremely I'm not making a value judgment at all. I'm just know, saying I'm ma maybe because you, you eat said, literally different things angry. than I do, it secretly tastes better now or something. No, I don't know. Like, Stephanie was like, here's my I can't believe it's not bacon seed packet. And I'm like, what is it? This seed <laughs> I don't understand. What is, let me look at this. It's a... Uh, the Crunchsters Beyond Bacon Vegan Gluten Free you know, Non GMO Nut Free. It's not. Wait, it's nut free. Wait, I thought this was a bag of nuts. I guess seeds might <laughs> and grains are different. Uh, it's just. It's, yeah. it's not bacon and it's not nuts. What is in here? It's bacon mung nuts that beans. are not bacon or nuts. Mung beans. Oh yeah, those are. It's nice. mung beans, maple sugar, and salt, basically. Okay, that's it's good. I've had them. That, that sounds like bacon to me. The, the, I've um I've been experimenting a little bit with my diet uh, recently, and I've been eating some staples of, of vegetarian food. Don't eat staples. Is, Bad experiment. I'll just, I'm gonna <laughs> cut you off right here. Which uh, which is just another way of saying that I have not eaten things that are not traditional here to Portugal. Um, and there, and so there's a lot of things from Eastern Asia and, uh, and, um, and that's mostly it. Uh, but there's, it's so, f so flavorful, so savory. I think maybe savory is not the word, but like the flavors are so strong that I'm like, I feel all the time. And like, I, I try something new and I'm <laughs> like a, a normal dish in front of me. I hit, eat half of it. And I'm like, oh my God, this is, I'm just, I, just give me some bland pasta or something to, to wash this down with because it's so flavorful do you get that do you get that thing or did you get that thing bird when you started being uh vegetarian or absolutely vegan? um especially if you're going the route of what you were saying and um, going for like more asian dishes mm -hmm. uh the thing is like a lot of um what i originally really liked eating for vegetarian stuff was a lot of curries and mm -hmm. uh, curry is really, really flavorful because um, it's a lot of butter. <laughs> it's a lot of <laughs> a lot of butter, salt and uh, and spices. And it's um, it's very, very full bodied. Uh, mm -hmm. And yeah, it's really difficult to try and be vegetarian if you're trying to stick with like European uh, traditional mm -hmm. foods, if not damn near impossible. Uh, because oftentimes the most vegetarian options you get are like summer squash or winter squash or fall squash. <laughs> you know, it's yeah, not, a lot you don't that. get a very good variety at all. Um, so when you go with Asian food, like it, it does, uh, it does open up a lot of new stuff to you. Uh, but it is also 
like um, squashing your vegan aspirations. Yes. <laughs> there's the. Does he always like this in the podcast? Yeah. I do it harder is, when you're here. Just, yeah, just there, there, you. there is nice. <laughs> there, there is stuff that's uh, not quite so um, intense all the time. Because like, if you're Satan, vegetarian, just is just, just add Satan to everything. You'd be shocked like, how many I've thrown out. By the way, if if you're if if you're just eating like curry pho and vermicelli or something like that all the time then that's like a lot that can be very heavy <laughs> but even even things like falafels if they're good falafels like if you're better if you have a bad falafel it, it's bad it doesn't taste yeah. much but if a good falafel is very flavorful like i can eat two falafels and i'm like okay that's good give me I the hate, rice just normal white rice and that's I hate it falafel <laughs> i don't i don't it's, i'm not a big fan but right yeah it's lack of meat yeah okay so you can have cheese and stuff yeah, I don't I don't go vegan. That's too difficult. Um, okay, cool. So at least you could eat pizza. So that's like semi. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, pe- vegetarian pizza like vegans are hard to really commit. good. What a you vegetarian avoid pizza? Of... It's just cheese and bread and tomatoes. What What do you mean vegetarian <laughs> pizza? What is, what's the difference between cheese yeah, pizza get, and vegetarian pizza? Yeah, you can just get no, a margarita saying, pizza. No, yeah, yeah. I'm, vegetarian I'm pizza is easy. Vegans fucking hard. Yeah, well, going vegan is so hard because you have to cut out every single animal byproduct, and then you're like, "Oh crap, my shampoo has animal parts in it." I have to look at every product in my life now, and that that isn't even food, and figure out how to get Mm -hmm. rid of all the animal stuff. You're like, "Ah, "What do I do?" Uh, I imagine like you kind of can't eat anything. You have to make everything yourself if you're a vegan. You cannot buy (laughs) a single thing. Yeah, you can't really eat out um, hardly ever if you're yeah, yeah, everything is made. You, everything you is have milk. to like. Yeah, you, cannot, you like going going vegan is way easier in very large cities. Um, just because the economies will allow you to. Yeah, it'll have dedicated uh, vegan places. That was another thing. It made it uh, moving to Seattle uh, made it way easier to go vegetarian um, because the there were so many more vegetarian options at every single restaurant there's a lot more just general asian restaurants to begin with mm-hmm. uh it was the first city i've lived in that actually had the kind of variety to make it possible to eat vegetarian hmm. yeah i hear it it's basically eating out is in vegetarian is yeah you can't do that unless you like i mean Maybe there's like three in or most four other places. It's like what you can. You better really like fucking black bean burgers. <laughs> that's what you're gonna get. I I will say the the the, ve- the vegan burger from um, oh it's not vegan. It's it's I don't think it's vegan from McDonald's. It's uh it's I think it's vegetarian only. I think it has cheese, but it's pretty good. Mm-hmm. It's pretty tasty. The it's consistency like the beef. There type stuff or yeah, is it black I don't bean? think it is beyond beef that's the uh I think that's the mm. uh the burger the KF, Burger King yeah I think Burger King has mm. beyond beef but the Yeah McDonald's beyond meat's is... really good I I am quite a big fan of uh beyond burgers and impossible burgers But honestly like it's it's uh it's the thing is like it it's it's a little bit of a contradiction no no I mean I like it I eat it every once in a while but it's like um in the sense of uh, a contradiction in the sense of if you're trying to become uh, vegan out of uh, concern for the environment, but then go to McDonald's, which is super polluting and super bad for the environment. Because mm-hmm. I think like for sure, all, all power to anybody changing their their uh, 
habits and certainly something as, as important as, as your diet for for reasons of, of looking after the environment. But there's other things that are very, very crucial for the environment that are easy to overlook and related to diet, like, for example, fast food. Well, you know, we don't need everyone to be perfect vegetarians. We just need people to be trying. Yeah. To Any try. vegetarians? Yeah. What? <laughs> what did you say? Many? Just, a, just any. Oh, yeah. any. Oh, yeah. It's the it's the shifting of, I think like it's being conscious about why we eat what we eat in the first place. I think that's the first step. Obviously, I speak as not a vegetarian, but um, as somebody who at least knows a little bit of why food is so polluting, and like here in Portugal in specific, we used to have a very. Uh, meat-free uh, diet for throughout history mm -hmm. uh, because it just uh, wasn't necessarily very it wasn't it, like basically meat production is very um what's the word uh so basically you need large swaths of land to sustain animal production in a traditional uh, agro uh, agricultural scenario obviously mm -hmm. with modern day uh, farming it's it's a lot easier to use smaller bits of land to do that but back in the day it was nobody had cows or or if you did it, it was for milk uh, and more or less well-off families would have a pig that they would kill once a year and they would get a new pig obviously <laughs> you don't kill the same pig over <laughs> once a year that's uh that'd be pretty impressive honestly but I, i'm, from I'm that, a big fan of the idea of pig jesus reuse <laughs> reuse re re uh something recycled reusable fuck. Yeah, sustainable well, pig. Well, but also butchering. remember, sustainable like uh, pig. everyone is still eating Jesus today, so it's pretty good. I yeah. mean, it's, he's lasted a pretty long, a long time. Like, mm -hmm. I'm pretty impressed. What with you that actually do is you roast the pig verbally. <laughs> yes, everyone <laughs> yeah, knows that. Like the, the the best way to cook a pig inside is by roasting it verbally. Yeah, you have to <laughs> neg the neg the pig. You want to make sure so, that uh, your roast of its life is at least 340 degrees uh, <laughs> for over a specific amount of time. Uh, but just, just to finish that thought is the, 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 that reality made the traditional Portuguese cooking be very reliant on, um, on uh, uh, a certain kind of meat or on processed meats, like sausages or type of sausages, chorizo and that sort of stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and just a lot of dishes that are uh, fish based because fish, was more accessible, um, and 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 just the 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 shift that happened over the last, I think, forty to fifty years because of the of just basically meat has entered the market in a lot more prominence, and people just you know families just changed the, the way they they uh, the, the way they eat, and that change isn't due to you know, people thinking differently. It's just because, you know, it's, it's affordable now. You can eat food, you can eat meat if you, if you want. So right. being aware of that, of that level of control over uh, you, uh, a whole population and the, the choice for food, just because the market changes, being aware of that is, um, is important. I think it's the first step because you just fall into the, otherwise you fall Economics into the Economics and of, convenience just had to meet in the middle. Oh, sorry. Oh my God. It was a fun. <laughs> oh, I, <laughs> Uh, but the thing is, like, because it's easy to fall into the trap oh, of God. I eat what I want, which is fair. Uh, but it, that's not a justification because what you want isn't exclusively out of your own 
options. It's also, and most more, more importantly than anything, it's due to everyone around you. I think that's the first step. I've I've squashed several of them. I, I haven't even said all the ones that come to came to mind. <laughs> it's been a problem. I don't I sort I of get them it. though. I'm terrible. Like fucking Andrew doesn't even say anything. <laughs> I mean, I I like Colonel said that he point. was only been eating traditional Portuguese food, but now he's been branching out to the world, and I'm like he's he's been branching out to the uh, food from other ports. I'm glad you suppressed that one. Yeah, but now it's back. <laughs> I know. It's back and he said Hope it. you guys liked our economics podcast, episode two. <laughs> the episode death of five. art. <laughs> what do you mean two? It's been like last, this is Because the... last week we yelled about NFTs for like an hour. But it was oh, mostly right. although oh, we yell about So on textually it was about NFTs, but in reality it was just about semantics for like an hour. <laughs> <laughs> as Andrew tried to Semantic. convince us that the real reason NFTs exist is because of a secret cabal that wants to no, advance math. No, I was math. saying that the, <laughs> I'm just saying that that's the that is the value of those avatar NFTs is that there's an equation that they're doing to make those random variables. Not that NFT is an entire whole. The whole thing only exists as a scam. All oh, the owners are going to be real sad to find out that the Ethereum's not the value. <laughs> well, Ethereum isn't real, so it has no value. <laughs> like money's well, not real it's Nothing. not real Boom. can i can, can i pick up an ethereum right now no it's not a tangible thing if you print it it's out a, it's, <laughs> you can't print it out that's paper keith you put it on paper <laughs> yeah. that's a real thing paper like, isn't money everybody knows that <laughs> oh my it god isn't. you can't print money on paper you have to print it on stupid special paper that's paper still you know no, it's it you know what paper. i'm saying it's money paper, paper specifically for money like but money actually has, like, well, it's supposed to have value. Like, it's supposed to be a proxy for something of we'll get, we'll physical get right on value. That. Um, <laughs> we stopped, obviously, we stopped doing that. But the, that was the intend. The intended purpose was that, like, you know, a proxy for something that really exists. But e Ethereum doesn't exist, and it's not a proxy for anything that exists, except for, like, real currencies, like it's just a proxy for real money. <laughs> like you've just gotta believe. Don't do it. Don't believe. Don't, don't believe. believe. Like I, I, I think that there's value in like the blockchain as a technology. I think that that's oh, useful. Yeah. There's like really great. Things, yeah. Yeah. There's. It's like you know. The the technology is is beneficial to us, but using it as like a pseudo stock market is kind of like the the brain dead uh, like method of using technology it's like oh use it for making money it's like okay well i guess you could that's that's an option it's not the best option use of it but sure go for it like i don't know that's yeah fine whatever i'm, <laughs> I'm i would rather watch people waste money uh on crypto than i guess waste money on worse things like furry art <laughs> no but you're artists they are artists <laughs> unless they're furry artists don't pay them 
No, pay them the advice. Do you know how <laughs> difficult it is to the fur lines? It adds a lot of line work. The sounds like a new problem, not a me problem. A topic. I don't think people then, usually. Then, I don't think people usually draw the fur lines unless they're painting. But that's more of also, a stroke, in which case it kind of takes care of it for itself. But anyway, there's speaking a, a, speaking of guilty pleasures. Uh, no, no. Speaking of furry art, no. Uh, Ryan Martinelli <laughs> asks, "Do you guys have any guilty pleasures?" <laughs> what? How does how does that? Uh, he's into pivoting that? into into questions from the viewers. I'll uh, okay. I'll leave that to you. You're the one who brought it up, Keith. What's your? Mm -hmm. Do you have any guilty pleasures? Guilt is for fucking cowards. Exactly. I was gonna say. <laughs> exactly. None of my pleasures. Like, give me guilty any guilt. pleasures are a stupid idea. There's stuff that I don't <laughs> want to explain to my parents. It's <laughs> not a guilty pleasure. That's just like. But like I've been I've been enjoying people. what I like publicly for ten years. Guilty pleasures <laughs> are a fucking stupid idea. <laughs> I like well, things and then I do things and. Maybe Fuck let's you. not talk about semantics. Maybe, Maybe there's something wrong with you on... for not liking it, huh? Maybe <laughs> let's not talk about the semantics of it. Let's say let's say things that people wouldn't normally understand. Guilty pleasures is when you fuck Garrus even though he's a cop. <laughs> uh, you know, that's good. I would say I would say like that's, my guilty yeah. pleasure is probably like watching people <laughs> fail in a way that is uh in like unrecoverable. Like the to Damn. the point where there's nothing that they can do to get back to to even oh. like a millimeter of normalcy. They're it. That's it. Their life is literally gone. Like wow. I love seeing that. I love seeing that so much. It's like like what's an example? I don't know what you're even talking that's about. It's fail porn, basically, uh, isn't it? So there's a like like, Reddit, like somebody somebody that. who's like incarcerated for life. Like that's it. You're never getting out. Your life's gone. It's you've just had it stripped away you're doing menial labor for the rest of your life for somebody to make a like a profit off of your life now turns into like you're just less than cattle because at least cattle has like some kind of release at the end like they get to die and not be a part of this planet but you are stuck here doing indentured servitude for the rest of your life for someone else's profit that they're going to just live and enjoy life with freely and like that's just that is guilty just crippling like that and, is and it could be for and it could be for something as stupid as like oops i i committed a fraud and you're like well that's it like yeah. that's nah fraud, fraud doesn't lend you in jail for life i don't know i don't i don't really i don't really think it's usually, about like i oops i had marijuana while black sure regardless of what the the crime that's, is that's, that's it, not fail not, porn though and going that's, to jail doesn't have it, to be it like that's just one option there's yeah, like yeah. you know plenty of other ones but like yeah that, or uh like lost porn on wall street bets yeah. like somebody yeah. being yeah, like, like i dropped two hundred thousand dollars on shorting yeah. tesla and i'm like oh give me more of that oh that's yeah exactly <laughs> uh like the i don't like um, that i don't like that. uh like the the one i've been the like my recent uh fixation recently has been the uh herman cain award subreddit oh like, yes god that is that is like such a good hit every time <laughs> you just read a post and you're like yes 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 and it's like it's that's that it it's that meme with a guy with the red eyes. I don't know. He's like, he's in a little like an um, NFL. Vince McMahon, is that what you're talking about? Where he's like leaning back in his chair and yeah. he gets the red eyes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, pretty much. That's yeah, one. that's yeah. Uh, it, that is what it feels. I love that. That is a guilty pleasure. I will sit there and like for hours read stuff like that <laughs> just because it's great. 
and i'm not gonna I, go uh, on the street and like you know if i saw a person that's in like i don't know a bad situation in life i'm not gonna be like hey look you want to see like someone get like have their life crippled from them and it's like I'm not gonna you're not gonna that. vince mcmahon in public no, i'm not gonna go out, like publicly try to explain <laughs> to people why it's fun to watch other people's lives basically in <laughs> but like <laughs> i'm gonna sit there and i'm gonna enjoy it privately okay like, okay because it's you awful. put me I think I think you led me in the right direction for me to identify my <laughs> guilty pleasure. That's not a good side. I shouldn't leave anybody in the right direction <laughs> with that story. Because now I'm realizing I, I I'm not guilt. I'm not like I don't feel guilty about it. But when I explain it, I I think it's worse than Andrews. Potentially. Worse. <laughs> wow, oh, God, I hope impressive. not. That should never be an option in any of these <laughs> episodes. Know, Andrews a nightmare the, person. <laughs> Okay, well, it's up to you. It's on to my driver's that. license, by the way. It is. It does say nightmare, <laughs> nightmare person. person. <laughs> yeah, that's why most police officers try to get out and go. They're just like, nope. Here, here's your thing. Gender back. I'm going nightmare <laughs> person. <laughs> um, make it sound like you're a fucking NF, uh, not NFT, SCP. <laughs> I am an SCP. <laughs> He's at this a crypt. Point. He, I mean, yes, Andrew's definitely encrypted. <laughs> <laughs> just in the woods, someone's like, "There it is." It's like, nah. Shit. Yeah, he's the skeleton key. We've been over this. He's yeah, right. That's all bore. Uh, so my my guilty pleasure, or one of my guilty pleasures, I I have no guilt from it whatsoever. Uh, is um, do you know how on YouTube there's there's a no lot guilt. of um, <laughs> do you do you know how on YouTube there's a lot of uh, car crash accidents and videos about I, people crashing? Yes, I, I didn't until now, but you have my attention. I okay. <laughs> I spent a, an, a, yeah, a, a you you not... have my Discord mute. <laughs> <laughs> I, I spend a lot of time, not a lot of time, but probably on average 10 minutes Let's go a day. With a lot of time. It's a, it's a lot of time. It's a Watching lot of minutes the, a day. Those, uh, I mean, but the thing is, I binge watch. So it's probably like every month I spend like two or three hours watching uh, just people crashing their cars. And I don't like those that are just fen bender, bender <laughs> fenders. Bender bender. Fender, yeah. fender benders. Yeah. I don't like those because those are, no. I like the ones where people are really bad at driving. That's the good stuff. And, idiots uh, and guy, cars yeah so it's the, the, the problem yeah. is it's it's car crashes so people die in those and i'm pretty sure not every time seen, it's fine not every time but that's the, like every time like every video you've watched at least one or two is like oof, that was oof, height that mm. yeah but do they tell you that they die no often no I, guilty no. free you have not guilty seen free. a single person <laughs> die you didn't know that you didn't go and watch and for them to die they just you don't know you that's not part of the equation you had fun with the crash Everything that was the risky part that? of browsing imager at my old job was just like periodically be like <laughs> car crashes I just, just car crash. i'd just be yeah. browsing like the just the feed it automatically gives you or whatever the fuck and it'd be mm -hmm. like oh here's today's viral meme and here like here's the theme people a bunch of people are posting today and here's this one format here's another overwatch comic or something and then it's like here's a fucking like really brutal crash at like a gas station or something and you're like i think i just watched somebody die yeah and then that just came those out of bad. nowhere i have i avoid anything with bikes because 99 percent of those <laughs> are yeah that's so anything that involves i see a bike going i'm like skip skip no no i don't I, need I've, I've seen to be one fair, that's those, like that's seared in my mind i've seen one that's like seared in my mind where i think like a big truck crashed into a bike directly into an suv and the bike just disintegrates and like the guy just like mm -hmm. sidesteps off and is out of the way and he's fine which is why i'm fine with <laughs> oh, it but good. like but that's the good. bike is just gone it doesn't gone, exist yeah, the car hit the other car and there that previously had a yeah. bike between them oh it's like God. jesus christ how does anyone use these 
That's terrible. Yeah, bikes are a death trap. They're they're don't that oof, that's bad. I wouldn't yeah, even get on a bicycle these days cool unless it's like him. some kind of weird park. I'm not riding a bike. I think he means bicycle, not motorcycle. Bicycle, yes. You well, it was cool a, it was a motorcycle. It was a motorcycle like a... in the thing. But I'm saying like I, mean, I, I, I also like yeah, I want to say motorcycles are a death trap. Yeah. Oh, yeah, but bicycles. bicycles. The thing with bicycles is that you don't interact as much with heavy traffic, at least not in Europe. Uh, in America, I, uh, I assume that in everywhere America, is heavy traffic. Yeah. Yeah, no. But there's all, there's all these compilations of like the bike use the bike users in New York, and it's just like stay in the bike oh lane, God, and then yeah. it's just this horrifying impossibility. Like, what are they expecting yeah. you to do? Yeah, I've been watching. Uh, speaking of guilty pleasures, I've been watching a lot of uh, urbanism YouTube channels lately about you know urbanism and bicycles and how trains are nice and your guilty uh, pleasure is boring video essays boring video essays yeah i don't like to watch videos this content's dry i'll never admit that i'm watching it the thing is i watch it over and over again it's like i go back because there's not that many videos I'm just okay i'll watch that one again youtube that just recommended me it again oh another there's a i have three youtube accounts now uh oh have... congratulations Oh right, that's right. That's well, no, I have no. It's a. It's because I have the main. I have the Let's Play account. I have the essay account, and then I have like a burner account that's just literally called my burner account. And it's got it's a, its profile picture is a uh, cell phone being thrown in the garbage. Oh, you don't. <laughs> yeah, you don't I know. I subscribe. That one. And that no, it's it's where I upload all of my copyright stuff to test whether or oh. not it'll be safe for YouTube before I put it on the video essay channel. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. But like I spend so much time logged into these other two accounts that aren't my account, and so my subscription feed's really annoying because it doesn't con it's not showing me the new stuff. It's showing me like it'll just the stuff be that like, you watched already. Yeah, it'll just it'll, well, it'll just be like go subscribe to these channels, and I'm like you don't know me at all on these accounts. I hate everything you're showing me. So then I just I would just <laughs> I would just do like a fucking starter. I would just from memory subscribe to a bunch of channels that I just I would like to see more of like. I'd be like, boom, Jay Nicholson, H-Bomber guy, folding ideas. Like, just try to just get down a list of, like, just something. So as a result, mm -hmm. when I'm dealing with YouTube shit and uploading and managing stuff on these other channels and for long stretches of time, my background noise is me just watching the same video essays over and over again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they're yeah. really entertaining. These channels, like, it's like a, I, I can quickly recommend, like, 10 channels that have, like, a fucking massive library collectively so i'm not rewatching the same videos back to back or anything but yeah like as a result of trying to do this new channel already, stuff yeah. i'll just sit there and rewatch the like the entire h bomber guy channel in its entirety <laughs> yeah <laughs> like wow. it's just it's just what'll happen that's something else it's really I, uh, well I, it's all really well made <laughs> it's great i i i would i'm bad because i was like the same maybe it'll video make me better over at it. Over i don't know like there was a period where i was working on this one particular site where I watched Fallout, the uh, H-Bomber guy's Fallout 3, hour and a half video. Unfortunately, it's very short. I watched <laughs> it on loop throughout the whole week for like weeks on end. <laughs> that was what I was listening to because I had to focus, but only partially. And so basically that was what I what I had on the <laughs> background. I know that of, video there's a lot of stopping and starting. Like, I'd be like pausing and editing and things and then going back and forth constantly. But no, some of these uh, videos I've heard so many times I can specifically like... I'll specifically fixate on like, oh, that's the weak point of this video. Like, this is the part he should have cut. Oh yeah. Or this is the part that he should have done differently. Like this, this, this argument actually doesn't make any sense. And it's like I, I thought yeah. this video was genius like four years ago. 
And they're often yeah, like still I, really good, but I'm like, I've, 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 not, I've now like proofread them too many times, essentially. <laughs> and I'm like picking you up on these on, on these gaps that he, that are in the videos. It's funny. You, you have condensed them into a diamond of wood or something, if you cut it or something, because you haven't cut it. You're talking about editing your own videos. Why did I say it like that? <laughs> I'm I'm fascinated by the craft that goes into some of these things. Just the weirdness and like so many. I'm I'm jealous of how like people have their own styles, which is neat. And I'm like, how do you how do you hmm. get a style? What is that? Like Civi is such a weird specific yeah. thing, or like Grim. Well, you say that you That's have like a style, art, right? Like you have yeah. a style. What what are you talking about? No, I don't. My video. Yeah, I, I've made do. three videos so far that aren't similar. <laughs> Well, they're similar in certain ways. Like, uh, I think, I, I don't know if it's on purpose, but it definitely is your style. Look at the difference in your latest video, uh, which everybody should go and watch, by the way. Um, there's, a, there's a bit, like, towards 40 minutes in where you have an unscripted version of you. And you see the difference between that style and then what comes right after, which is a scripted version. And you see your style show up. That's The, the scripted style is your style. I, I suppose because the unscripted is just you saying things. It's you know weird. What I, mean? I don't know. If you saw that, right? You saw that. Difference. Also, when you're making one of these videos, you get so deep down the rabbit hole that you already see the flaws in your video when you're finishing it. But you're like, "Fuck it." <laughs> it's too late now. I filmed this. You're like, "Hang on, now. doesn't this section directly contradict that other section?" I don't care. <laughs> it doesn't matter. After I don't a care. Point. I'm done. I'm putting it out. I'm not going back. What section was that? Um, oh Jesus. Calling me out on remembering things. <laughs> I noticed there was a, you had a, a, a preamp, uh, you had a little bit of a ramble in the middle. Then you only called back to it like way later in the video. And I was like, oh, that's why you talked about that. But that's the only thing I noticed. There was, there was certain things where I would sometimes go back and add something because it better emphasizes this or that. I already noticed mm -hmm. a gap where I didn't go back and emphasize the fact that because uh, I, I complain about it's weird how all of like all the characters are just cynically killed off and nobody even recognizes that they're dead. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I didn't acknowledge the fact that specifically Legends of the Guild does do that. It fixes that specific problem. Like, I just forgot to oh, re yeah. go back to that point. But I was already like typing so much about like the third spinoff of the thing that I'm comparing this thing. I'm like, I can't, I can't keep going. Yeah, I think you did a good job. I also call them the U.S. military and U.S. soldiers throughout the whole thing when they're U.N. They're U.N. Yeah. military. Same difference. It's Wait, a U.N. The UN something. Have, <laughs> the U.N. doesn't the, have a standing army. The no, opening thing. Force. The yeah, opening thing called it something. Yeah. Yeah, but it's like Deus Ex saying that the U.N. is going to invade things. That's not what the U.N. is. The U.N. is just a, com a conference. Right? There's a peacekeeping force. It's like a... Oh, the uh, blue helmets, right. Yes, the blue helmets. But so they're not okay, standing on their speed. Yeah, they're, they're from... Yeah, they're, they're, they're detachments. From Scrabble into countries. the Coke can, I'll find it. I suppose they could. Yeah, they could be. They could Speaking be of the Coke. But, but they do come across as just the American army, because they are the American army. Uh, they're part uh, of... Uh, not really. It says the, United Nations Joint Security Operations is the one yeah, the, reference to the UN in the entire movie. It's on one title card at the beginning of the film. You can't write the American army away by calling it something else. 
That's how so, the American uh, army works. Well, so the, the UN security team is made up of multiple other... I think the guy with the Australian accent is right. Australian. <laughs> yeah, like they're... Like, and Mila jo uh, Jovovich was probably a U.S. American. Army... Was a U.S. Army Ranger captain. Yeah. So she's still an, an active They should have committed to that. They should have just called her Ranger the whole movie. Like in Monster Ranger? Hunter. That would have been pretty good, actually. Well, it's Monster name. Hunter. Everyone's just a title. They should have just called well, her Ranger I mean. the whole film. Yeah, that would have been just great. And Ranger is right. a good name. Isn't it an actual... No, that's Hunter. Hunter is an actual name. Ranger might not be. Uh, Ranger's not a name. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. People... Ranger. Yeah, there are people named named Hunter. Yeah. yeah. And Walker. <laughs> and Walker, Texas Ranger. What? Someone's named Walker? That's... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Walker's a name. Oh, right. Walker, Texas Ranger, then it, Ranger is a name. Hunter's also a stupid name because it's just a... Damn... Shots but, fired at hunters. I mean, yeah. Why would you name don't shoot hunters? After they shoot an you. Action. Uh, That's stupid. <laughs> after an action, no one Andrews. That's not a thing. You can't just Andrews. No one hunt. Andrews. I think I'm pretty sure that Julie Andrews. <laughs> That's not how that works. <laughs> <laughs> You're not. A well, see, the thing is, that's the last name. Right, it's like Smith, yeah. and then Julie comes from a long line of Andrewers. Oh, but Andrew, nobody Andrews, but somebody Wilson. I don't know. I don't know. I'm sorry. I'm just so proud of that. I think neither works in this case. <laughs> neither works. Yeah, keeps works a little bit better. All of my jokes are just not. for me. <laughs> no one else can have them. <laughs> That's that's like uh, I have the same thing, but it's only on Discord, and then I I Honey flick cakes. them on other people, and then everyone's like, "What is he talking or, about?" Or never, or never know. Is. I I made a, a I made a Photoshop mashup of uh, Fernando Alonso's face with uh, Lando Norris's face, and I called him Lando Loris, and then it, I laughed a lot. It's really fun. I guess we should contextualize this because we never actually introduced it or whatever. But like, I I did a video essay on the Monster Hunter movie, which I thought no one would want to watch because it's so late. We, I, I was late. I was so late to watching it that I watched it in a hotel t on a hotel TV on demand because I was bored on a family trip. <laughs> and uh, sorry, Fair. yeah, it's where life was. And. Uh, <laughs> And but this I, was before. Was this before the pandemic? No, no. It's it's a oh. two thousand. I think it's either late two thousand or early two thousand eleven or two thousand. Uh, sorry, late twenty twenty or early twenty twenty one movie. Mm -hmm. uh, I think, but it's just it was just. Such I just watched it, and it was kind of dumb. But it was like I don't know, popcorn, whatever. I watched it at the end. I don't have that many feelings about it. But then I kept thinking about it over time. And it's like, oh, that's the mistake. <laughs> Here it goes. That's, that's, that's how it gets I'm doing the you. thinking again, which kind of becomes like, like a, a through line. It's, like, it's one of those movies that you're like, it's fine if you don't think about it too much. So let's think about and it too did. much is like yeah. the premise of the video. <laughs> and just it just it, it's a movie that fails on almost every level. Uh, it has cool CG monsters here and there but that look pretty good. Probably because of the U.S. military. That's one of the things I, I fucked up. I didn't talk about the U.S. military funding that almost certainly happened in that movie. I didn't even bother researching it. Yeah, that's why it. I'm saying. That's why I'm I, saying it is the U.S. military, and you can't yeah. write it away by naming it something like, else. I definitely should have spent time talking about it as how the it's U.S. military. Definitely the U.S. military. Like it's definitely like that's that's gross, creepy, weird shit. 
yeah. which since I had all talk, I had all part talking about the indigenous people, which is like the most nerve wracking part of the entire more sense, video. Yeah. That's like the most nerve wracking part of the whole video is just being worried about like handling that and not only getting it right or wrong, but also like being you just only... figuring out how to like temper like how hard do i go on this like and like how many people am i going to piss off and like how like how gung-ho am i going to be about this particular part of the video was like a stressful thing to edit several times over and over again both in script and video form <laughs> trying to figure out how to go about that it was a, a relatively small part of of the video though I think oh yeah it, it shrank a lot oh shrank. okay <laughs> yeah because there's but, a lot of perspectives to it Especially there's interesting things the... there's lots to deal with about like how uh that you're writing for like the part of the audience that's like this is brutally obvious and why are you even pointing out like wow you're not even saying anything because this is so incredibly obvious and then there's the gamers where like literally nothing is racist unless it's like a lynching or the n-word <laughs> like anything anything <laughs> less than either of those two things are just literally not racism like they can't even begin to recognize it because you know they think crt is the enemy and, <laughs> and like they, there's like two massively different audiences i, I do the, i deal with the same stuff with like the b stars script i keep poking at where it's like how who do i write this for <laughs> like because like there's like people with a rud the most rudimentary nothing ex uh, understanding of any of the stuff here and then there's the people where it's like this will be basically condescending to talk about where i'm explaining the stuff and it's like i don't i've no i don't know <laughs> the answer well, does not exist. Did you like uh, in regards to that? In and in regards to the Monster Hunter World or no Rise v movie, is it World? Which one is it? It's Monster just Hunter, Monster US Hunter. Army. It's a. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's a. Uh, it uses the characters and the setting of Monster Hunter World, but it has the enemies from like Monster Hunter One. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, because they and, are. Uh, I don't know. Pikachu uh, you syndrome. never explained you you dropped the word a few times and you never explained what an isekai is i think i did i think that was literally the opening section yeah i thought, I thought oh. you explained an isekai in the beginning yeah i literally have a section Dang titled it. isekai where i explained isekai oh i'm bad. i cut so many parts one of the one of the fucking cringe things about making these kinds of videos is that you want to be self-aware and call out all of the dumb things about yourself and so on and i had so many segments that are like that kind of shit where i just kept cutting it where it's like oh yeah i'm on a, i'm on camera now look at me go. here we are it's I, I lost all my drip in an accident there were no survivors like just trying to like fucking humor away weird awkward elements like there's like so many like tangents and asides that you go into reflexively oh, yeah. almost like on a defensive perspective because you're level, essentially putting a lot of time into a, a thing where you're being vulnerable in some way and and like, I, I just cut like thousands of words of garbage <laughs> it's weird i don't i don't know another, who these videos are video. for or, or how to make them <laughs> i think you're uh i well I, I i disagree that you don't have a style i think you have a style but i also think you have uh you're you're on the right path All I know it. is Grimbeard made me sad about a fake dog, and I, I'm not there yet. <laughs> Grimbeard. <laughs> Grimbeard's great. No, I don't know how many people know Grimbeard, but he's a he's a video game reviewer oh. that does the horror, like sort of horror and and jank stuff a little bit, sort of akin to like Ragnarok's and so on. 
but he's mm-hmm. got but he but like he's one of those people that also like makes his own music and it's like oh that is a hell of an edge to use on your channel <laughs> you can make your own music <laughs> and you have your whole your, your goth aesthetic and he's got these like somewhat plinket style like gopro segments where he's like first person existing and doing things and that's just like oh that's just interesting how do you i have no idea how people think of like much like stuff to do uh, guess you gotta pick up the guitar don't you (laughs) i have no idea how people think to like interject skits and so on and all their stuff that's like interesting to me i feel like skits are kind of just like a I, you write them, you think that they're good enough to go into a video and then yeah. you just kind of write around that idea. I'm pretty sure that's how it works, yeah. Gotta p- put the energy yeah. in specifically for that exact idea. Yeah, it's yeah. a lot of the channels that I see that uses that use skits as well are come from, like you look at their older videos and it's just skits. And then they start branching out and complaining about whatever the, yeah. that they complain about. He, like, like, like how Hot Diggity Demon was an animator that did like, an, just did comedy animations, and now he he does like essentially like reviews or rants or whatever that are like three D animated entirely, which is a lot. <laughs> Jesus <Wow>. Christ! <laughs> I, I encountered a channel last, I think like two nights ago that I binged their entire channel. There's this, I think, was her name Roe Ramden or something. Uh, they do these like rant videos that are like very comedy oriented and they feel like they're really densely written and i swear they have to be scripted but she also puts out one like fucking like every four days it feels like like she's put out a half an hour video like once or twice a week i think for the last three weeks and she doesn't have a backlog before that she's <laughs> less than one month old channel and she has twenty thousand subscribers <laughs> what the fuck and she's yeah. like 20 and i'm like they're coming for us <laughs> no, yep. I'm, no yeah. this is it i'm old i'm, I'm being passed up <laughs> i think i think the i like if you i got it too late i can't appeal to the tiktok crowd i don't even know what they're talking about anymore if you do unscripted stuff and just edit out the misspeaking it, like it requires you to have a, a cadence of speech that is that allows for you to edit that and I think Let's Play trains us to be very much that. And I think you specifically, Keith, and I as well. But uh, I misspeak so the, many times. There's, some, there's, there's parts where I'll, I'll get though. to the thing and I'll suddenly have like a full minute of takes of just me doing one mm-hmm. line over and over again. And then even the version that's in the final video still has me misspeaking because none of them were good. There was just one that I thought was good. And then I listen back and I fuck it up anyway. You're like, oh, the no. reading is very different. Reading is very different than than uh, when we're talking just improv, because it, it, I noticed that as well in my when I'm editing my my streams, like I I have uh, it, it's the it's that principle of you like you start a sentence and then you go back to the beginning if you when you realize that you're doing a mistake instead of like just you know continuing yeah. it and said said something wrong, uh, and that allows you to edit out a bunch of those half sentences or not even it's just like a word that you used to say at the beginning and like when i'm explaining this right now i'm doing that as well because it's just our, our way of talking so with a lot of editing you can edit out a ramble that it can be meandering or it can be uh it doesn't matter like you can just repeat yourself you can do all the terrible things that that oh, the yeah. podcasters do no, the, uh... and then as long as you come out you know with a cadence you edit out all the silences and misspeaks you just sound like 
somebody who knows what they're talking about. So like, it is easy. Like if you're good at what you're talking, even if it's not structured, the end result is nice to listen to. Because like I'll, sound I'll like probably put it in the behind the scenes on Patreon or something. But like mm -hmm. that one random unscripted aside that happens as a result of technical difficulties, basically. Uh, mm -hmm. the, the, it was that that one minute section about ult, about uh, werewolves within was like eight minutes long. <laughs> And I just, <laughs> and it was not scripted. So I was just, I just was randomly talking about this thing, not even knowing if I'd include any of it. And I, in like, if the simulate, if like the fucking illusion is pulled off, it looks like I just, <laughs> that was a one minute thing I said out of nowhere. But it was like eight minutes. And there's parts where I skip ahead by like three minutes in the middle of that oh, clip. Yeah, that's absolutely. It, like I skip so far <laughs> ahead. And it's, th those are not direct back to back thoughts at all. And it just, Editing I, I edit magical. them like it's a, an essay where you can only use the pre written words. Like it's like, <laughs> it's like to writing an essay for your teacher that is itself made of like, fucking sentences you cut out of the back of a cereal box and have to place back together yeah. into a coherent message uh, it takes a long time and i know you're you're uh you're struggling with it in the sense of like it takes a long time uh but uh i, th I honestly think that editing is is really rewarding because of that because you're I just creating all something. week <laughs> all week i didn't record a single let's play this week i literally just you edited watch me place last that's how that's how fucked up you were. Yeah, I was watching you play Celeste <laughs> while I was editing at the same time. But I was just so tired. That's like when at that point. earlier in the year I had to get a root canal, and I was in so much pain. I just watched you all play Final Fantasy fourteen instead of doing. <laughs> you were watching as a raid while having no idea what was happening on the screen. Well, I was I on a lot of painkiller meds too at the time, and I was like, I'm so. I was like also really sad and depressed. <laughs> Because uh, it was, you know, it's painkiller meds, you're in pain, and then on top of that, the meds are also, like, a major, like, CNS depressant. So, mm -hmm. I was like, I'm really sad, and I want to spend time with my friends. So, I'm going to watch mm -hmm. them play Final Fantasy fourteen. <laughs> yeah. No, there's a I real, like, ass kicked. There was not a single night that I watched you, like, actually beat the raid, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> every every raid you died within like three minutes of starting it that was when we were hilarious. playing stuff at like the intended level i think so it was like a huge yeah. pain and it was like the hardest raid in the game seemingly there's there's so much the, the full that first major raid is so much random bullshit it's like here's the giant dragon that swoops across the entire map and physics is you to an instant death and has no like thing on the ground showing where it'll be so just fucking judge it in one second go and, it's just, and it happens like five times back to back each time you're like i don't the fuck everyone has to, like and it's like it's a raid so it's like it's not the difficulty isn't like can i personally survive this mechanic it's like can literally everyone in the raid survive this mechanic every time because that's the only way you survive a raid basically like you have to have so few deaths admittedly you can have more deaths in final fantasy because of how easy they make resing by comparison to compared to like wow but like it's still like it's still like you you have your entire raid has three lives good luck <laughs> oh it is a nightmare so just to finish just to go back to that ranting become good when we edit it <laughs> become I, had a, I recently tried the new early access of darkest dungeon 2 and uh, the first stream that I did, I had a like an hour long rant after I tried it for the first time. 
uh, in a, talking about, you know, how I felt about the game and how, how it compared to the previous game and all that. And it was super meandering. And it was answering questions from chat and all that. And then I edited it into 20 minutes of a, of a Let's Play episode. It works. It worked out. It's like magic. <laughs> it's, it's incredible. Because, you know. Speaking of which, no, you're not going to be playing Darkest Dungeon 2, Keith? You like Darkest Dungeon so much. I uh, I mean, I never beat Darkest Dungeon 1 because of, the, the, of <laughs> the specific context in which I played it, I guess. I don't know what would have happened if I played Darkest Dungeon 1 just from scratch when it came out, finally. Or even if I... Mm -hmm. th even that wasn't the right answer. Like, still, there was more updates where they added Radiant the Mode, where it might have been better with Radiant no, no, Mode. No, 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 that's the trap. No, no. Radiant Mode wasn't no, the, better? The, wasn't that the one that made it so no. the game wasn't fucking a billion hours long? That's the thing. I, I think people confuse that a lot. Uh, but I might be wrong, obviously. But I think, like, Radiant Mode is a necessity. So for those who don't know, Radiant Mode is basically a faster version of the game where progression happens faster. But I think it's a necessity because the very first expansion of the game makes the game so much longer. Because it adds content and it adds new classes that you need to level up if you want them. Um... But uh, it adds also things that, like, force you to waste time in the sense that, well, I guess this week you are going to have to do this particular mission that you didn't expect to do. And, um, like, just as a comparison, a point of comparison, I, pl I never played Radiant Mode uh, on camera, but my Let's Play series, uh, I'm talking off the top of my head, I'm not going to look it up right now, but my uh, initial version of the game, I played on normal, 68 episodes, finished the game. Uh, this is off the top of my head, so I might be wrong. But the second one was like 140. And it the, the second one was because of the first expansion, and it was also a normal mode. So you can see why Radiant Mode is so necessary. God, that's so much best... Darkest Dungeon. Yeah. I think the best version of Darkest Dungeon... Not, well, I mean... I feel, you like, still you, play. I feel you... like you pretty quickly just hit a point where you're like, alright, I get it. Like, I've seen basically all the permutations of what the combat is, and then the game keeps going on for, like, five times as long as that. It's just... It's just not that deep. How... At some point, it's just a... At some point, the game becomes easy. You're like, okay, I'm destroying yeah, this game yeah. because You're I know... Right. I know how... I have, You're like... Right. I've run the algorithms. Like, in my head, I know what my response to every situation, and there's only, like, a handful of situations eventually. Mm -hmm. Eventually, I just couldn't play the game anymore because I had to, like... I had to willingly destroy my own soldiers to proceed, and I'm like, I'm not gonna mm -hmm. do that. Because, like, I did... I was too good at the game. I was too good at the game. Cause That's only one minor thing. That's one minor thing that, that happens. So stupid. It can happen. That it was doesn't so happen stupid. as much with the expansions. But do you? I don't know if you want to talk about Dark Ascension 2, because if you're going to play it, I might color your perspective. I mean, I don't think I'll play it, because it's like one of those infinitely grindy, time-wasty kind of games that like just I just really have fallen out of favor with. And like the, the idea of playing that game is so unappealing. When I could play entire 2, other games in that time. Darkest Dungeon 2. I'm, I'm going to tell you what it is in, in two stages so that you, you can get it into your head. Darkest Dungeon 2 is basically Slay the Spire. Have you played Slay the Spider? Spire? We, I played exactly once and won and never played it again. So I have 100% win rate. Yeah. It's that, except... Um, Andrew was know, there. It was for charity. <laughs> <laughs> except you you uh, you go through with a cart and you kill monsters it's basically that you want you start off with a preset number of or preset characters so you start off with four characters and you cannot change them and when you die you start again 
or you succeed and then you start again and the, you the idea that more... it, the darkest dungeon is now slay the spire is actually hysterical because like <laughs> covering indie games i've watched the fucking industry chase both of those tales for like the last like five years like there are so many darkest dungeon and slay the spire clones so the idea of darkest dungeon <laughs> itself becoming a slay the spire clone is incredible <laughs> But the thing is, you, the fact that you cannot change your... When you play the game the first time, you cannot change your characters. You need to unlock other characters by playing the game over and over again. So you're, it's, it's, I think it's more grindy now because you're have to, having to play the same content with it's the Genshin same the characters. Spire. Sorry? Genshin the Spire. Genshin the Spire. Genshin. Slay the Impact. It, no, yes, God, okay, that's whatever. what I was going to say. <laughs> It's yeah, I think the game is now more grindy because in order to unlock everything, you need to spend hours and hours and hours and hours. And then when you do unlock everything, after you've beaten the game a bunch of times already and failed as well, you just have everything and it's like it's I think it's more grindy now cuz Slate Aspire is, is is like FTL. It's a a game where the first experience and you said you said it yourself like you've played it for the first time and you beat it and there's play there's people doing that in in uh, in Darkest Dungeon 2. I played it two times and I got miserably destroyed. Um, but th that's that's irrelevant to to how enjoyable it is because the you know you've you've seen the game already. You're only gonna play it again if it's meaningfully different, right? Like that's why I think FTL is so fun is because you have a new ship and or or uh, even the the scenarios are so different that it, it is a fun game to play over and over again. But and and Slate Aspire plays more with the encounters than anything else. But Darkest Dungeon isn't that though. Darkest Dungeon doesn't have variants in the encounters. It's it you know it's different monsters here and there, but it's not enough for that. So I'm kind of curious to see where it's gonna go, but it's also a big letdown, honestly. Because I, I I really like the original Darkest Dungeon. Like I think last week or a couple of weeks ago, I said that I I said in this podcast that I pre-ordered the uh, the um, Steam Deck. And one of the games yeah. that I want, and I said it out loud, I think maybe it didn't come out right, but I said it out loud, I think, that one of the games that I want to play on the Steam Deck is Darkest Dungeon, because I think it's a good game to play on the go. To pick up and play, you know what I mean? I, I think I'm just... I think I'm... I, got, I think I'm burned out really quick on the entire roguelike craze, where it's mm. just like endless like it's it's like it's games you can play forever but it's like it's actually mostly just like a relatively samey experience that repeats forever <laughs> and it's like yeah a it's like someone someone in like an nft algorithm tried to find the way to like get the most possible technical variants out of a relatively shallow pool of content and so they try to make what are essentially five hour games into 100 hour games and I'm like, I kind of just want to play the good version of each of these games. Like, can I play the good version? Can you? Can I? Can, so I can I make? Can I play a handcrafted version of any of these games? Because I feel like it'd be better. But the thing is, like, I think the intent, the games like games like Darkest Dungeon, but not just that. Um, like uh, the one where Isaac, it's Isaac. The, <laughs> yeah, I <laughs> Isaac. Yeah. What's the name no, of that Isaac name? game? <laughs> uh, the original version of Don't Starve. Um, there, there's there's a lot of games like that where the mechanics are really quite simple, and so the the repetition is the point. Like, it's the it, it's not 
it's it, i think the original minecraft kind of went in that direction as well the if you really like that first night survival aspect of the game and uh, I think that's that's one of the reasons why Seven Days to Die was the, designed the way it was at the beginning, was because it was meant to be a repetition kind of game. And then it, they just backtracked away from that because people don't are not into that. I'm not saying that the market likes that sort of repetition, but it is it is a sort of experience, the, the, the sort of, uh, uh, I suppose, Caves of... Uh, Dark Days Ahead is a, a, an example of that because Dark Days Ahead is a lot closer to Rogue than any of the games that we've been talking about. But the, the sort of, oh, this run is really good. Look at this. I wonder how long I'm going to last. And then you lose the character. And, well, I guess let's find out a new, a new one. But I don't know. I I, I understand that people don't don't like that. Uh, I I'm I can take it or leave it, honestly, personally. But yeah. I, I, I feel like I play roguelikes kind of sporadically. There'll be times where I feel like it's something I want to do, but I also lose that feeling very quickly after of runs where you're like, all right, that was fun, but goodbye forever. Yeah. I feel Did like, you... you know, just like anything, it's like a mood. It's a feeling yeah. that you have like, oh, I want to do something that's familiar enough to me that I feel I can actually feel the progress I'm making in my skill. But... Mm -hmm. Once you get to a certain point, you're like, okay, well, I'm not trying to become the champion. I just wanted to feel good uh, for a brief yeah, time. Yeah, eventually a lot of those games devolve into like a bunch of new game pluses. Like mm -hmm. Slay the Spire does that. And yeah. uh, then that's usually when I drop off. It's like, okay, I reached the end. And it's like, oh, but there's actually like seven more endings. And I'm like, oh, okay, well, that's nice. It's funny. Yeah. Because I, I always think of Dead Cells as a really good example of a roguelite kind of game. Um, mm -hmm. I, 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 th I just think it plays really well. It's really fun to play, like in the, you know, the gameplay. Uh, I never mm -hmm. finished that game. And I go back to it and I play like, play for a few hours and I'm good. I'm satisfied. It's just, it's so fun on the immediate, but it's not, I, I, it's not rewarding enough for me to really invest time and skill to finish it. Because I'm sure I could, but it's, you need builds. You need to have, like, all these stats to finish it. I'm, I can't be bothered. Then get the builds, Colonel. <laughs> no, I can't. I, will, I would rather play Diablo 2 again and, and le reach level 99 on single player. Mm -hmm. yeah, single player? <laughs> oh, yep. Jesus. I'm, I've, I've reached it uh, twice. I remember using C-3PO map hack to do bail runs. <laughs> nice. <laughs> No, Jesus that's how you get those uh, magic up items or magic find items. SOJs. <laughs> remember when everyone SOJs were Jordans? Stones of Jordan were like a currency or something. I remember when yeah. I wanted my delirium rune word, so I turned into a little stabby skeleton. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I never experienced the multiplayer of Diablo. Oh, weird. Didn't have internet. <laughs> Crazy. It's like the, the only thing most people remember about Diablo is the multiplayer part. Oh yeah, yeah. It's it's only single player, and they mostly everybody that I know. Per Sorry, I didn't even know they made other things. <laughs> uh, <laughs> most of uh, most of the uh, the people that I know uh, from childhood that liked Diablo, it's also from single player. It's just I only really it was, recall the uh, multiplayer. It was really good. I said uh, I said Diablo, but it's Diablo two specifically. Then you, then you go on those open servers where everything's just hacked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
and you get one shot by just an impossible concept. <laughs> by a living Frost Nova. I'm a barbarian that shoots boxes. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> just not, there are no rules anymore. That was weird. That was a weird aspect. The idea that there was just like, here's and here's the hacked version of online where everyone has weird yeah. shit going on. It was like Warcraft 3 mods, but with a vague threatening feel, like they could get you and go after your shit. And kill you, yeah, they would. Yeah. yeah. That was the game where I got conned on really hard. I think I've talked about that before, though. But, uh, Warcraft 3? No, uh, Diablo 2 was the first time oh. I got, like, uh, scammed online, you get, I like, guess. Gold gold dropped or whatever drop your gold on the floor and i'll double it no somebody gold asked doubling. me I, somebody somebody was recruiting me into their guild supposedly and i just had to go to this website and click on this link oh um, and like instantly ran a script where it maximized diablo again clicked on all of my inventory slots and clicked on the ground in like an infinite loop so i just oh, dropped wow. all my stuff on the ground Damn. And, then I, and then i think he looked at what i had and then he just left like he didn't even take wow. it because i didn't have anything worth taking i was i didn't i wasn't like one of those hyper obsessed diablo players that had cool shit like i never really i that never really really nice of them i never hit a point really where i understood the economy which was like an esoteric barter system where people just agreed certain yeah. things were worth stuff or something. I didn't know. I don't know how that how anyone even really decided what anything was worth. I also Probably wasn't sure what, what forums. The, I wasn't even entirely sure what the end game items were for, because like you could do bail runs. Bind. You could use bail runs to get to like bind. maximum rank bind. in like a week on any character. Diablo two was. Diablo 2 was the original NFT. We heard it here first. <laughs> I feel like the game didn't even have like an end game or anything. Like nowadays, <laughs> there's like an infinite torment system or something. And like the Diablo 3 is like a roguelike basically where it keeps randomizing yeah. things forever. And like there's no, um, there's less a campaign and more like an infinite crawl where you just hit level infinity they thousand. Did away, they did away with the nightmare and hell systems. Like, I, I remember watching a friend of mine streaming to Facebook, of all things, and whenever he clicked on something, it did, like, 70 billion damage. Like, just inc incomprehensible, kind of irritating yeah. numbers, basically. <laughs> like, just I've massive numbers things. on the screen whenever he did a single thing. And it's a game where all yeah. you do is click. So it's like, he's not even... There's no thinking in this game. But there's look no at thinking. all the numbers. Yeah, yeah. It's telling him he's doing yeah. good. I'm like, I, I... And then I was like, this is gross. I hate this. It is. I don't like games that just tell you you're doing a great job constantly, but then you don't really like ever think or make choices. It's just like, do you know what the problem was? Like, I followed Diablo 3's development closely, very closely. Uh, and, and regarding the difficulty, so for those who don't know how Diablo works, uh, Diablo 2 specifically, and Diablo 3 originally, is you finish the game once and then you unlock a next level of difficulty. The game calls it the next level of difficulty, but it's really just New Game Plus. Uh, and you can go back and forth, but it doesn't. That that detail doesn't quite matter. It's just a difficulty level. Yeah, Diablo Two had a new game plus system where you went to nightmare and then hell difficulty, and then the game just so genuinely are, got yeah. harder and harder to the point uh, where, like, yeah. specifically hell on hell difficulty, I think every enemy has at least like two immunities, immunity. and the and the elites and bosses yeah, yeah, have like multiple immunities. So you're like, yeah, fuck, yeah, yeah. what type of attack can I even use? <laughs> it's like, really you, you, need, you needed a, a diversity of strategies or. Uh, a party or a party yeah. but the 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 way diablo 3 originally worked was also like that but activision blizzard in their infinite wisdom 
they decided, you know what, we're going to have another difficulty level, so it's going to be a better game. And, in, and so they had the normal, Nightmare and Hell, and then Inferno. And then people were like, Inferno is too difficult! Uh, because they advertised that Hell was just be just as difficult as Hell was in Diablo 2. Inferno was just going to be something you were going to you're going to be smashing your head against for months and months. And Inferno originally was quite difficult. Uh, it was basically impossible to beat unless you just spent hundreds of hours farming for items or actually bought them on the original uh, m real money auction house. Uh, that the auction had, house, yeah. Which was the real reason why they added the the Blizzard, oh, not Blizzard, the Inferno difficulty in the first place was for you to only be able to beat that difficulty by buying special items that from people not, who that actually did not last. Them. No, it did not. But also the the Inferno difficulty didn't last either. What ended up happening was that uh, people actually went out and bought the uh, the the items and beat the game in Inferno. And then Blizzard was like, oh, wait, the, the people who actually spend money are stopping to play our game because they beat the Inferno. Let's add Inferno Plus levels. And they added Inferno Plus 5 up to Inferno Plus 5, which was just even harder and harder and harder. Uh, and that whole nonsense ended up like, I think, a year after release. And then they, they just have what they have right now, which is, um, you know, it's it's just harder levels after harder levels. You can just say, I want difficulty 43 instead of 42. And it's just more numbers and then instead it loops of forever and ever and yeah. ever and, and ever. you like you don't even play the game anymore people just play the what's known as rifts <laughs> which is just raids mm -hmm. but it's not it's just it's, it's a crime so that 100 percent of the, that 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 they didn't lose literally their entire audience and they didn't all just instantly become uh, hades fans when that same <laughs> infinite difficulty curve was done in a compelling way i i didn't i, I, I didn't i never played that for very long in diablo 3 because i think hades my, is a much different tone hades is a lot more about your skill than it's diablo good. 3 is though hey well, hades it's not requires about you whether to be a good it's good player. it's about whether it's a it's a comparable game i don't think people who would play diablo would want to play hades i don't think that's because they don't because they basically want uh it's the clicker gotcha yeah, game, basically clicker. yeah 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 they want a free well, gotcha game yeah, it's more. It's more. It's closer to a strategy. I'm probably gonna hop off here at this point. All right, send me your shit. Get the fuck out of here. All right, we can talk about the oh, crazy Chris. shit now. Oh, oh yeah, now I'm he's gone. Now, you can, now that, now now that now he's now gone, X-rated shit. There we go. Fine. There you go. All right, I'll I'll send Thank you uh, stuff. Bye, bird, and clearing our yeah. minds on what NFTs are. Yeah. Yeah, I'm. I didn't intend to do that, but hopefully, you <laughs> did. did not. Did you, I mean, did you have a topic you were burning to get to today? No, I was just really bored. <laughs> <laughs> On the plus side, we didn't even touch Anytime, the fact bird. that we didn't Anytime. touch the fact that the uh, IRS now are starting to claim NFTs as real art. So now you have to put them yeah. on your taxes. It's really is, uh, fucking funny that that happens. doesn't look good for a funny, lot of crypto yeah. people because they're not ready to uh, <laughs> file taxes with expensive art. But uh, it's it's the it's just them calling their bluff. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's about art. All right. Let's make it about art. Then you want to know how the art <laughs> yeah, world works, yeah. motherfucker. <laughs> basically, yeah, basically yeah. anybody. You're about to get a it. lesson like when an, a YouTuber finds out they have to pay quarterly taxes. <laughs> yeah, if you, pay, you, uh, if you received more than ten thousand uh, dollars in crypto for uh, anything, which some of these things are supposedly going for a lot more than that. You now have to report that to the IRS. Let's let's be honest. The way the world of art works, or the world of art works, is you need to establish a foundation with your name on it, 
and then you don't pay taxes. And that's how you avoid the taxes. That, you, you know. The yeah. NFT, the Lazy Lions Foundation. Yeah. It's, oh, no. That's why, that's why basically. But that's how Melinda and uh, Melinda and uh, what's the name of the Gates? Melinda and Bill Sorry. Gates. Like, I think it's just Bill the Gates, Gates Foundation, maybe. Yeah, the Gates Foundation. That's how. That's how it started, and that's how it usually it, is. It's also a PR somebody... thing, and it works. Whenever I talk about them, they're like, "What are you talking about? They're so good." No. They look at the no, their charitable foundation where they only do good things. There's <laughs> it's definitely not, charity. not like they're basically. Yeah. The, every foundation like that is taking money from the public. To give to whoever they like, which oftentimes is themselves, and that label it, label it charity, which is just it's it's basically I, I, pretend phenomenal. charity and a PR firm to rehabilitate billionaires into seeming like they're good people, and people are not the, ready for that discussion because they the the they're so ready to think that their nerd boys is great. I mean, it's part it's part of the gamer that. culture shit too, where they they want to idolize billionaires that uh, present as nerdy because then they they. More than anyone else, they think that those are people that they think they can like be, and it's like no. Ooh, even more fun. Elon well, Musk is not your friend. Not only does this this law doesn't happen until 2023, so there's some time for everyone to just throw away all of their uh, NFTs. Um, <laughs> but uh, in order to file the f the the form needed, you also need to obtain social security numbers of the buyers. <laughs> Ooh. Oh. That's interesting. What a fucking ask. What a terrifying ask. Literally just centralized currency. <laughs> you have to get the socials. That's like going on 4chan and be like, all right, boys, tell me your name. <laughs> like, no one's gonna show up and give that to you. Yeah, that's interesting. Oh my wow, I can't I wait. Do you do think it. I didn't do realize it. the IRS was in the business of killing art? Do you think it's all just gonna crash when it happens? Oh, it has to. There's there's no way because these people are gonna get fined for so much money by not providing these details, and no one's gonna provide these details. You yeah. think, you're, think you buy a stupid like MS paint looking lion piece of shit you got from a six-year-old and you're gonna tell that person your social security number? No, <laughs> no, no, you're not telling nobody you're social about buying an NFT. It's not happening. Uh, yeah. God, what a stupid, what a stupid, but great at the same time law. Um, it's the, one of the rare times that somebody with a lack of technical knowledge writing a law has actually been beneficial to us as a society. <laughs> yeah, that's interesting. I well, it'll be to fun see. to watch. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this yeah, whole like, thing I, I, has yeah. been. What a fucking circus. I don't think it has been fun, though. Oh, it it's, has it's been a, fun. Uh, like, yeah, like, it's, look the, at the, it's our Joker origin story. <laughs> especially for us gamers. Look at the price of graphics cards right now. Uh, oh, yeah, that I, wasn't I, great for me when I had to rebuild my computer. Yeah. Like, the, just they, they, if you want the, the same level of performance, that you had uh, for, uh, I don't know, let's say $400, $400. The same level of performance you had four years ago is the level of performance that you can buy today for $400. It's basically stagnated the whole market for four years, if not yeah. more in some, in some markets. So basically, like, obviously, I mean, that's not necessarily a bad thing in some aspects. It would be nice if it, that stagnation resulted in fewer graphics cards being bought and so less waste being made. 
Um, but no, they're just being bought just the same or even faster. They're just going to people who are using them to consume super amounts, big amounts of energy to make made up, made up uh, NFT things. Uh, there's so this nonsense even... about NFTs being the future of gaming, and it's like, um, it's like while that while that's being <laughs> said, those same gamers are like, still trying to get my PS5 any any day now, please. <laughs> nope. Yeah. Exactly. Can have, even consoles. Can I, can I have even a PS5? <laughs> it's been a year. Let me look. Let me look it up. How much I can buy a PS5 for? Are they a year right old now? yet? Yeah. Like it's we're like far into it. It's like what games are on the PS5? And it's like PS5? They don't, no one even yeah, knows because no one has one. PS5's a year old. It well, it is a year old in a week for us. No, actually, Jesus less than a week. Christ! It's, it's this week. It's November twelfth. I've, I've yeah, November called 12th. it. You have one. Yeah, don't, it's it's been almost yeah, a year. Uh, let's see what I games. Pl- are I played on Lock it. on it and Demon Souls and nothing else. Demon Souls. So the only here's game a list. That here's a list. Oh, of I know. I was technically the I played the war. I played that deal. That that's that special event for Monster Hunter World on it. Here are the um, top ten best PS5 games you can play right now. Best feature uh, of yes. the PS5 is the fact that you can just play all of your old games, including you've their saves. De- you've got Deathloop, Ratchet like, and Clank, PC, the Final Fantasy VII remake. That's Ghost of uh, Tsushima, Tsushima, uh, Returnal, uh, Demon Souls, uh, or Returnal Spider-Man, is- Miles Morales. I think people are about ready to returnal their PS5s. <laughs> Astro's Playroom? <laughs> the demo? Yeah, uh, that was the uh that was like the um, the love letter to, to PlayStation's history platformer game or whatever. Okay. Uh, where everything's the like themed. And Hitman 3, which I'm gonna be honest here. One, two, three, four, five. Five of these games already existed before the PS5. <laughs> yeah. What was this and list? Was it like the top sellers or something or most played games? Yeah, yeah I think these are just the these are just like top five. That's, top that's a, the other part of the stagnation. It's not just that people can't get better graphics in their games because, you know, that's nice. But yeah, whatever. I mean, it's as much as I like themselves. seeing from software recognition, like their launch, their big launch title was a game that came out in 2009. Mm-hmm. Yeah, That's I mean, pretty I, I guess underwhelming the arg- for your next gen. I guess the argument here is that there is a, a lot more coming out soon. Wow, if you go to like the homepage for the PS5, it's not any better. It's like Ghost of Tsushima, Death Stranding, Demon Souls, Sackboy, the Sackboy yeah, Adventures. <laughs> And, and Ratchet and the, Clank and Martin Spider Man releasing like that, a Sackboy game while turning around and also shutting down the servers for Little Big Planet. Take that. Fans. And the, they care and so much the graphics, about their legacy. In the graphics card department, I'm I was looking up right now the prices I could pay. I bought uh, my graphics card two years ago for three hundred and twenty-five euros, and if I want one wow. of similar performance. That's a lot of sense. I mean, it's I went I went all out, and it's already it was more than I wanted, and it was already infl- inflation inflation. I guess they're wraps. The but right now, if I if I the want gyros? like if my graphics card dies and I want to play the game the games that I play at the same level of quality, I have to shell out between sixty and oh sorry between six hundred and seven hundred and fifty euros for a similar graphics card because mine is old and doesn't get sold anymore. So the 
this is two years. It sh things should be cheaper. They're not. They're twice no. the price or more. Oh, when's that coming out? Then you get the special Let's Play R Market where you're like, oh, I want this special piece of hardware that is used for recording old video game consoles, but like it's a limited supply and they all stopped being made X number of years ago. Oof. So the, the price goes up a hundred years, a uh, hundred dollars every year that it's that it's that, that I wait before I buy it. <laughs> I'm excited. Yeah. Apparently cyberpunk is coming to PS five. Wow. Wow. Just in time to be super buggy there. Yeah. Wait, I, it wasn't I mean, on PS five already. I mean, I'm technically well, everything no. on PS four is on PS five, I think. Oh yeah. But yeah, a PS five version and made for it or something. I guess. So they can charge yeah, it for it again because yeah. got back for blood, which they screwed is up so bad. That is the nicest part of the PS5, though, is just the fact that you can just put your PS4 away. Because I sure as fuck can't put my PS3 away. I keep having to use it every few months, but my PS4. It's a weird throw console. It, throw it in the garbage. The PS3 is a weird console. It cannot be emulated easily. Uh, fuck ups. You. They fucked it up. <laughs> they they uh they it wasn't a good decision. No, I mean it's a, there's a reason why the 360 sold so much more in the west specifically a lot of games were better on it yeah on the on the, PS3? On the 360 on the 360 oh yeah. yeah i think the ps3 was supposed to be technically more powerful but like something was fucky about it it was difficult to program for basically it barely to... even worked <laughs> wow i don't i've never played a bayonetta game i've only watched gifs online it was it's uh, notorious for having a shitty uh, being shitty on PS3. Oof. All the strands of hair. They Something had, was up with that. They had one launch game that I remember that people were all hyped about. Obviously, I never played it because I didn't have a PS3. It was the was one where one of the cores for the console was dedicated to uh to control the braid of the main protagonist because she had Heavenly this sword? long braid. Heavenly Sword, that's the one, yeah. They made it like a big hurrah, hurrah about, oh, this is only possible on this console because the braid is too complicated. We don't have the technology, but now we do. We have a, a single one of the cores, the dream. They always come up with the most pompous self-congratulatory names. It's the, it's the creation engine or whatever. I don't remember what the name of the... <laughs> it's, it's a freaking CPU. It's a computer. It's a freaking computer. Don't call it weird names. It was a Jaguar AMD thing or whatever. Jaguar... Yeah, that was the platform name. What? I think. <laughs> the Jaguar. Or is it the, was it the... No, the PS4 is the Jaguar. Yeah, I don't remember what the PS3 was. The yeah, Jaguar, they, an actual console? No, an Jaguar actual is... cat. <laughs> Jaguar is one of the name of the platforms for uh for AMD. Yeah, the Atari Jaguar. Jaguar. Oh, that's true. Yeah, the Tiger Jaguar. Yeah. You know... It's it, copyright you know, Somebody needs to get you on You know it. about... You know about these names, right? Like Ice Lake or Bulldozer or uh, things like that. You know these names that you talking CPU about, like makers... the code names. Yeah, the code names. They they yeah, like, use them in like uh, N64. The dream or the GameCube was Dolphin. Like oh no, 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 I'm talking for the CPUs for like Intel yeah. CPU. The new uh, mm. the new architecture is called. Uh, it's some it's some place. So one of the things the I didn't look into when I was building my computer was the fact that your computer will come with like branding and that's the first thing you see every time you turn on your computer is the dumb branding of whatever company made whatever part and you're like oh it's you can the, you can change it's usually that. The, yeah Gross. it's usually the motherboard 
Mine's so your like motherboard tough decides, gaming like, and it's spelled t-u-f and i'm like i hate this oh you yeah. it's a shield with a t on it and i'm like this is terrible branding your company sucks oh wait before before windows starts up yeah that's that's sometimes yeah that, yeah that's uh, your motherboard you can just you can go into your uh sometimes you, can, you can't asus is uh, particularly finicky about that i i have a tough uh tough lets you uh lets you, lets yeah. you get rid of it you can skip the uh the they know you don't part. want it their cringe yeah, well, logo because it uh because so that only exists so it gives you a brief second to try and get into the bios mm -hmm. um but if you're someone who never does it then you can just get past that or if you know what your bios key is at all times you can just press it right as you turn it on yeah and you'll it's be delete. fine always delete yeah just go delete. and that that basically that window that little branding just gives you like enough time for a person to be like how do you bios how do you get in what is mm -hmm. this um but if you're you saying care, bias you but a lot of people don't have no idea what it is <laughs> just like, what there's a what in my and, computer and if, yeah and if you, if you don't know what that <laughs> there's is two you wolves don't inside of your computer yeah if you don't know it, exactly you can only see you only find them if you press f10 <laughs> no f12 f12 is hacking calls it f12 is in your browser. yeah there are two wolves inside of you one is hacking and one is hacking um <laughs> hacking one is back hacking and forth forever one is hacking because he's a computer nerd. The other one is hacking because he ate a bone. English is fun. My puns. Yeah, I don't know how. There's two uh, wolves inside of you. They're both. They're both into crypto. I'm sorry. It's too late to operate. <laughs> yeah, but what? Uh, what crypto? And they like what Elon Musk. Do they own. Uh, crypto. The uh, the Superman's dog. <laughs> Oh god! <laughs> Wait, oh man, Superman there, has a dog? there were signs Wait, all along. Are you, are you saying that both of my my wolves inside of me are furries? <laughs> oh my god! What a fucking <laughs> twist! Who could have guessed Wait, that the wolves? So I didn't were... know Superman had a dog. Yeah, he's got a dog named Crypto, named after Kryptonite and or Krypton. Just a weird thing. Also, that's kind of cute. I like it's... that. Yeah, he wears wears a little cape. Oh, I didn't know I any of this. I think it's a white dog wearing the Superman costume, basically. Yeah, it's a white dog. Yeah. No, yeah. things are good. I think it's a bat dog, too. Comics are goofy. There's a bat dog? Yeah. yeah. Uh, whenever they want to take them... So, so, whenever they want to be, like, serious and edgy, they just kind of retcon and forget all of the interesting uh, things in their universe. Like how all of the movies don't have Robin. Yeah, because his pens are weird. That's why. <laughs> There's, there's a green. sometimes he's real weird. Sometimes it's just a tiny speedo with like it's like eighty percent in bulge, and I'm like, why was it drawn that way? Because <laughs> they liked young boys. That was his like choices a, were made. That's uh, I, I mean, it's a deliberate choice. You don't accidentally draw a boy wearing like a speedo with a bulge. It's not an accident. <laughs> Look, it's the, a perfectly uh, normal anatomical thing for. A young boy to have yeah for a bunch of fucking creepos like don't do that no one no one, no one <laughs> it does feel weird gun. you're like why did they draw him doing like a spider-man swing but not with yeah. not but he's wearing his weird speedo no one no one forced them with a gun to their head to draw robin like that no one made his costume look like that batman's costume looks way like way prudish but somehow robin's yeah. just like yeah, yeah, yeah there's not a, there's not a lot of batman beach episodes no there's not so i don't really Anyway, well, but that, Batman is a very movie. horny comic. Like, there's uh, a lot of horniness there. <laughs> yeah, but not to the kids. No, no, no. Well, the girls but don't. Batman get doesn't. The same but way. Batman doesn't go down because heroes don't go down. He does though. Only, villi go down. only villains go down on women. Apparently, if you're, if heroes go down, yes, then who's going to be the hero? Yeah, Batman is, like uh, marries. That's why Harley Quinn's a better Mary. character. 
Also, to answer your question, uh, so the, the in the Silver Age of comics, there were multiple super pets. Uh, there was Crypto. <laughs> there was uh, here Streely. Streely was the cat. So the super cat. Streely. Yeah. Streely can. Uh, 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 sorry, the cat can have a good streaky. name. Streaky. Oh, streaky is even worse. Um, streaky, so streaky the, the cat. cat. There's uh, Beppo the monkey. Um, and. <laughs> Uh, and Comet the horse. So, um, so yeah, there's multiple super, there's multiple Superman pets. There, so uh, at least Comet and and Crypto are white. Uh, Beppo is obviously just a monkey wearing a, an outfit. Um, and and uh, Streaky the cat is orange for some reason. I don't know why they didn't just make the Streaky also white. It's kind of weird, but um, yeah. So. I, uh, uh, there you go. I, uh, there's also I'm a kind couple of a... other ones. There's because uh, Batman also had some pets, uh, so he had a bat cow. Um, he had a he also had a monkey, a detective chimp. Um, <laughs> detective chimp. Yeah, bat chimp. Chimp. Look, monk. Bat Silver monk? Age comics were just like I'm. I'm kind not of good. It's, it's kind of a shame that the or they were literally pet. better than anything's made sense. If uh, I asked you. If I asked you what pet it was that was named Comet, you would think it's a pet rock, right? A pet rock? No, <laughs> it's no, a comet. I would, I would right? think I would think Comet was uh, a dog's name. <laughs> yeah, I suppose. They should they should call his uh his corral the comet section. Wow. The comet That's I that wouldn't translate in the Silver Age. <laughs> no, it wouldn't. The entire concept <laughs> of that didn't exist yet. Comet the Super Horse. Comet the Super Horse. <laughs> what an insane thing to make. Uh, because, like, Superman doesn't need to ride a horse. He can fly. So, like, what's the, what is the value of a horse? Except for, I guess, the fact that a horse can, like, one-shot anybody with its kick without being Does a super the horse, horse also fly? Uh, I assume the I horse also pick. flies. Yes, so the horse also flies. It looks like the horse. So let me look at the lore here. It looks. Why like would it horse... also fly? It's a pet. It's not a sibling. Um, the horse seems to be particularly for Supergirl. It's her pet horse. She's a horse, a horse girl. girl. Um. Uh, let's see. Wait, Supergirl. Is she also a pet? She well no she's a horse girl as in like she likes horses. Oh my it's, god, it's a trope. this is worse than I thought. Wait a second. Who, who is Supergirl? I know there's a, a TV series, but who is she? I thought she was like uh, Supergirl is Clark's sister. Oh, there is I no super. Like, there who... isn't a Superwoman, is there? <laughs> Probably. I think, there, I think there is a Batwoman and a Batgirl, and they're different people. <laughs> but I don't think there. I think Supergirl is a separate character. I don't really. Okay, hold on. I need to find out. A little bit. One of the funniest. Here. What's really funny to me is that they made the show Supergirl, and it was like, the whole point of that kind of thing is to be like, let's not. We're not going to have the star character. Like Gotham doesn't have Batman. Supergirl doesn't have Superman. Mandalorian yeah, thought... doesn't have Boba Fett. And then all three of them buckled on those things. Ah, <laughs> oh, all three that's of them eventually Supergirl... gave up and included the thing that they're. That's the not, that wasn't supposed to be there. Like there oh, is no. like the Superman yeah, is a Supergirl. I think I've heard he's a better Superman too. than the one that the, in the movies, so that's nice. I mean, the one I mean, oh. Flash is a better Flash than the one in the movies. 
I mean, the one in the movie sucks, so... The Flash show is the best thing in the DC universe, DC cinematic universe or whatever. For some uh, reason, Up until the Harley Quinn movie happened. For some reason, I thought it was just another story in a different world. It's just called Supergirl, and it was like Superman, but a girl. gender-bent Superman? Yeah. No, they 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 coexist. Like a lot of superheroes do. Yeah, but it's yeah, it's one of many superheroes where the female one exists just to be you know a female version of the main one, but they're not a different universe. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, <laughs> so <laughs> comment the super horse. By the way, uh, has mm. pretty good powers. Um, flight, super strength, super speed. And telepathy. Uh, it is a sentient horse, so it is aware of itself, and it is a, uh, that it, and it, that it is a horse. Um, so existential also, dread is also a superpower. Whenever a comet passes through the solar system he is currently <laughs> residing in, he turns into a man. <laughs> um, Wait, that's not. It's not where I thought that was going. And not only that. <laughs> Wait, any comet. Also, any comet. So I don't any think comet. they knew how many comets were around when they wrote that. Well, then this then this horse is a man a lot. Uh, <laughs> he so has anytime, to explain. He has to explain his whole th- why it's called a super horse constantly because he's well, that's never why a horse. He's named, that's why he's named Comet. Because anytime a comet shows up, is that he comes a man. Uh, not only that, <laughs> when he is a man, he technically was dating Supergirl, which is kind of weird. Um, oh no she's really a horse girl (laughs) yeah that's a really deep horse girl lore uh so she she (laughs) apparently not only is he not only did she date him when he's in man form i guess but also uh when he goes back into horse form she just rides him which is like i don't really i don't really know this i don't silver age comics were not okay um but that's just that's distressing but it as all, the comet is partly because it leaving, also it has all these weird implications to the him when he's in horse form too, where it's like that's a sentient horse, like that's yeah, a, that's a, a human horse. intelligence horse. <laughs> that makes yes. way but it weirder has in so many too, ways. Which means he can talk to you. He can say like, "Hey, that kind of hurts. Could you not kick me in the side?" Oh, uh, well, then he's just weird. he's just an animorph. He's just Tobias. He's stuck in Red Hawk form. So, Hawk so form. hear me out. When the comet is leaving the solar system as comets do um he turns into a centaur uh in uh, his transition back into his horse form how long is so, the leaving stage how many comets as do they think are in the solar system because i'm pretty sure they're always there i'm looking at a i'm so, gonna i'm looking at a, a list and we currently have identified around 35 does it have to be current. a maybe it has to be a, a kryptonite comet uh, as far as I can see in the powers and abilities section of this wiki, it just says a comet. There is no distinctive comet. Uh, he is also not from Krypton, so he is unaffected by Kryptonite oh. and Red Suns. He is oh. just... He's, he is unre- he's su- unrelatedly super. <laughs> he is only a super horse in the fact that a super... A super... A person rides him that's why he's a super horse well i mean he also um, presumably flies and transforms into a man well he this does is, like, I mean, he, is, he is a pretty super horse but he's, he's not like a bad he's not part of the super yeah. family he yeah is only he's by not he's, he's not he's not from krypton um, he doesn't yeah, wear correct. the thing he doesn't wear the thing that's not an s <laughs> he he does wear <laughs> i hate <cape>. that part <laughs> um that's so he does, why did they 
Why did so, they feel the so, need? So, uh, Comet does Spell wear a Superman it means cape. Hope. <laughs> Save Martha. But, uh, <laughs> his 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 centaur form, by the way, is quite astonishing. Um, I imagine sure. it, it is four it is four the, lungs and two it hearts. Is the stuff of nightmares. Oh my god, um, that's fetish I, stuff. <laughs> I am not comfortable. That's the kind of stuff I see when I keep scrolling on image searches. <laughs> yeah, I'm not I'm not too sure about that. That is really questionable. Um it's why it's is he so jacked? How does he work out as a human? Have you seen does a he have horse? time? Oh, the human bar part. Yeah, yes, does he have time to work jacked. out as human? Like why is he no, so he's jacked? Just strong as a, a horse. Granted, it's it's superhero comics. Every scientist is jacked. <laughs> <laughs> wait a second that's oh this is okay wow this is this is a rabbit hole i wasn't prepared to dive into this is getting oh, there's more a rabbit terrifying. too so uh so super apparently rabbit? uh beppo the super monkey is from <laughs> krypton uh he is a kryptonite or he's a krypton monkey which implies what that like kryptonians evolved from monkeys I which guess, is a really terrifying thing to think about i guess about. that makes like, sense does yeah. it? <laughs> I mean, it makes it, it it makes sense when you're already accepting a universe where the human the Kryptons look like humans, which was weird. I, I guess. So it's like I, I guess. guess they came from it's, monkeys in the exact same well, trajectory. That's the implication. The thing is, humans didn't come from. Well, it's like a Mars thing. We're, we're all originally Kryptonians. Oh, it's not monkeys. We just it's lost our ability. I got. I guess. Yeah, but no one cares, Krill. Uh, <laughs> I think. Gonna, gonna be honest, it's just funnier to call it's funner to call Winston a monkey than an ape. Ape is not a fun word. Monkey's a very fun word. Doesn't Winston so complain that he's fucking he's not checkmate? A he has like a bark line Does, about it, sure, but also it's yeah. funny. So don't call him a name that he doesn't like. Why? Because he's a monkey. Because <laughs> monkey is a funny word. It is. Monkey That's eat true. the peanut That's butter. Why, he's adorable. I love Winston. That's why people use it as a password. Even I mean, though him, way, him saying don't uh, call me a monkey is like when someone's like don't call me cute and then he like they stuck their thumb <laughs> also apparently so uh mm. so beppo is also the i guess the companion for superboy which is the child of superman when do you um, age out of that name <laughs> and become beppo? superman or, too oh, oh yeah super, i think superboy just becomes like so like you really are like boy. your name implies you're doomed to die before you reach adulthood. <laughs> I was Maybe once a super uh, either, super either that like or you're you. one of Batman's seventeen Robins that'll become a different hero eventually, like Nightwing. Alternatively, maybe he just become maybe like the way to become a Superman is to kill the previous Superman. So like you have to. <laughs> you can only be one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you have to like kill Superman. You're gonna be a sixty-five-year-old Superboy because you can't bring yourself to kill your father, Invincible style. <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys I, I watch Invincible? I, I watched Invincible. That was that was a good time. I had fun with that. I have not seen Invincible yet. I've no. been busy watching. And then I got a, a other stuff. I also got a fascination spiral a little bit with the. Uh, I just kind of was obsessed over the fact that I found out there's like a Wolfman in Invincible that's just called Wolfman, which is the most bare. Like, that's the that's like the most like base level thought you would have and then they didn't elaborate on it at all he's just wolfman <laughs> like really and I'm like because like, i was I, I looked at a thing that was like an article that was like the best characters that aren't in invincible the invincible show yet 
and it's talking about like we're probably gonna see more of battle beast later and stuff like that and then it's like here's wolfman and i'm like wait really it's just called wolfman like it must be like a throwaway character that shows up for five minutes no <laughs> creator <laughs> creator of walking dead and fuck and, and invincible robert kirkman also co-wrote the entirety of wolfman which has an entire compendium the size of one of the walking dead compendiums that is it is over so it's just oh it's but like wolfman ran for one fourth as long as walking dead as a standalone wow. comic and get this spoilers for wolfman but like it is like the most basic storytelling I've ever seen. It's everything that you write about when you're making fun of comics, except for the retcons. There's not like a bunch of retcons and stuff, but it's like, wow. but it's the most base level entry of like, there's a guy, he become he gets bitten by a wolf. So now he turns into wolf man at night, like that basic thing. Uh, there's the <laughs> a little bit of wolf, werewolf lore where, where once a month he goes berserk. So he has to like lock himself up in like a chamber or he'll like go kill people. Uh, because he's like uncontrollable during the full moon uh but like he meets up with a vampire that's training him but actually the vampire has nefarious goals who could have guessed and uh and, and the vampire ends up killing his wife so his wife gets fridged as being the primary incent the primary motivator of the entire storyline and so the rest of the thing is just him trying to get revenge on this one vampire while also like accidentally becoming the leader of the all of the wolves like he turns out the wolf that bought, bit him wasn't just any werewolf it was like the original werewolf so like and he he's been alive for so long that he's just exhausted and he wants a, a wolf to defeat him highlander style so that he can become the new leader of all of the werewolves and of course he's a of course the protagonist is also like a philanthropist billionaire playboy dude with like infinite good like he has no flaws basically like he's like this mythical billionaire that is like <laughs> a benefit to all of humanity and only does nice things and like when he when, when he met uh when he met a like one of his one of his oldest friends this is the guy that was like whose business was suffering because of he was in competition with our amazing protagonist so not only did the protagonist buy the business but he like set the guy up for life and then when the guy uh when the guy was retiring but didn't know what to do with his life because he was just like i don't know what to do i don't i don't have like i think his wife had died or something uh, they hire him on as like a family member sort of like caretaker <laughs> butler person to help them raise their kids but mostly kind of just hang out because they're best friends and so on and it's like they're like trying to make the most in infinitely sympathetic character it's like there's constantly like every time there's a thing like is wolfman actually a, a morally gray anti-hero which is like what the whole world thinks he is except for the people reading the comic that see what actually happens but like no ever there's always the there's always like a fucking sherlock sherlock uh, holmes like bbc anti-twist going on where actually no the bad thing everyone thinks he did he didn't do like he's basically has a spotless record and no crimes he's also the pure blood ultimate aryan airwolf uh super wolf and he's a billionaire guy with a spotless record and zero flaws <laughs> and, and, and i'm like i can't believe this i i kept reading it i'm like I'm, I'm waiting for the twist i'm waiting for the reveal of like anything of texture happening because like it's it's from invincible like it's from Invincible. The whole point is to be, is to take this really well-worn tropes involving like Superman type stuff and like go crazy with it and, and like do your own unique thing. And that's why people like Invincible so much. And I could not get over the fact that the same people that in many ways subverted stuff when they made when he made uh, uh, both Superman 
and Invincible, which he were running, uh, not Superman, uh, we made Walking Dead and Invincible, which both ran co concurrently for like 15 years. He was doing both the whole time. I didn't know this the whole time. Uh, simultaneously, they had this fucking Wolfman comic that was just like a fucking template. <laughs> it was just, they just like fucking like, like, it's like when somebody has a video editing, uh, there was someone's doing video editing on, in, in Movie Maker, and you just get a white text on a blue background. <laughs> like, that yeah. was this, that's what this was for superhero comics. It was just all of the placeholder elements of a skeleton of a story left unaltered. And the, and the entire reason I got fixated on the first place was because the art was also just a, a mess, where it's like, it's, it's stylized in kind of a fun way, but I could not get over the fact that if you look up Wolfman, uh, Every single page you find of Wolfman and and also the super wolf that is like the tribal dude that he got his powers from in the first place, you're like, these are cats, right? <laughs> these are cats. None of these are wolves. Oh, yeah, it's on that not, picture. not a single yeah. character in this entire comic looks like a wolf at any point unless you look at the variant covers made by other people, <laughs> which is embarrassing. <laughs> like uh, whenever there's because comics have so many variant covers where other people draw the covers and all of those look like wolves. But the but the actual character never looks like a wolf like ever in the entire oh, no, run of I'm the comic it's astonishing and it's all it's only made more noticeable by the fact that they have a character called battle beast which is a white like tiger man in invincible and he looks the same as wolfman <laughs> and it's like I I, I, I I had tweets about this uh, when i was reading it where i'm like please please tell me which one of these characters is a wolf and i showed pictures of battle beast and I showed pictures of the whatever the super wolf was called, and and then of Wolfman, and it's like it's like okay, it's like which of these are wolves and which of these are cats, and people were like, is this a trick question? <laughs> yeah, they're absolutely cats. They're short nosed. They they uh, the they nose fight has with a very... their claws. <laughs> a thing wolves oh, love too. to do. That... <laughs> oh my god! It I'm so, so confused. True. I'm like, wolves don't you fight with their claws. <laughs> I think they're not even the, sharp <laughs> i think the difficulty from the face specifically comes from just you know a werewolf is a mixture of a wolf and a man but there's a halfway point in between those two things that it kind of looks like a cat you know oh right and the, the what's what's really fucking irritating is that like he goes he goes he goes he goes into a frenzy every uh every month and will like murder anybody but he the, like the vampire didn't warn him about that the first time but then after the first time he's like oh i better do something about this or whatever uh oh no it was his recovery it was that he was like horribly maimed by what they thought was a bear in the first place and then when he but he recovered instantly overnight but it was because overnight he had transformed into a werewolf and gone off and killed somebody at near the in the last like quarter of the comic out of nowhere there's a there's another werewolf that just wears a speedo running around and like some were like strapped on like combat like like stuff like ammo belts and like a knife holster kind of stuff or it's, it's like do. I think it's like I think it was like boxer briefs or something but uh, like he's like a shirtless wolf just comes in and, and he's like and he like pretends to attack him but actually is delivering a secret message to him while he's undercover uh, and then he like lets himself be defeated and falls off a cliff and he's like you saved my life thank you uh it's like what the fuck was that deal and they just don't answer the question of what the deal was with that for like several more issues but then eventually they're like hey it's the it's the old man he killed in the the one time he transformed before he knew about it 
actually the guy t was dying of terminal illness and like him becoming a werewolf saved his life and he didn't actually die because he's a werewolf now so he survived the mm -hmm. attack so the the one dark tinge the one they thing... introduce at the beginning of the narrative gets thrown out in the fucking garbage by the end of the thing it was like the one interesting wow. like i wonder if they're ever gonna deal with the fact that he probably killed somebody uh and nope he didn't he they unkilled that character I'm like motherfucker <laughs> Wow. That one random That's... gardener he attacks in a throwaway mo moment of the story then becomes like his like fucking like his, it's basically his Robin down to like being dressed less. <laughs> what? Dressed less? Yeah, because Robin is dressed less. Yeah, but why is why is he dressed less? I just I he's just really I think he's just really psyched. He used to be in special forces apparently back in the day, and he was dying of a terminal illness. And so now that he's like jacked wolf, he's just running around in boxer briefs and, and fighting people. He's just having he's just having a good time, I guess. All right, having a good time. It's like, it's like why would I wear a shirt? I look like this. <laughs> That's why the horseman was like that. It's like he was he's probably like 70 before that. So he's probably pretty jazzed to be jacked. He's a jazzed jacked rabbit. <laughs> oh, like any of this. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that was a, that, that, uh, I, once I saw the trajectory, I had to finish the sentence. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, Brought I mean, to you by Cliff Blazinski. <laughs> so that was Wolfman. I read all of it. <laughs> Oh right. no, you did. That's why I you read this much. Yeah, no, I read all of it. That's how I know how it ends and everything. And I'm like, what the oh, fuck? No. I'm so baffled by the choice to make just this morally unambiguous character that's just a protagonist with zero flaws. At least not. At least it's def definitely like from their perspective, zero flaws. And every piece of texture gets sanded off by the end. It gets retconned essentially. Uh, and also, they can't draw wolves. <laughs> so it was just really funny. Wow. But anyway, Invincible, yeah, uh, Invincible is pretty fun, though. <laughs> That's why I was so baffled by Wolfman being that. The, I think the the problem with a Wolfman or a werewolf <laughs> in is that like if you really want to have the face or the head of a wolf or similar to a wolf, it just changes the posture a lot. And even if you want to use your claws, like because the the head of a wolf just a dog a dog's head is so much bigger to, uh, in relation to its body than oh, a cat's yeah. head is or a person's head like with our wilder so, myth character and his weird do doofy head that's like the size of his torso yeah exactly because there's just so much behind the nape that it's just yeah yeah and there's a the question like the do you just like do you just like fucking pop a wolf head on top of like the ball joint or whatever that's on the top of a human neck? Or do you like have like an entire like wolf posture on the top half or something? Like where do you, where do you, how do you figure out how to draw that? That's part of the fun of yeah. making those kinds of characters is figuring out how you want them to look and work and all that. And so it's disappointing mm -hmm. when it's like, it's just human shaped and, or it's just cat, ear, cat ears or, uh, I can't draw a wolf, but I tried anyway for like a decade. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't understand why he looks like that. It is just an artistic choice. He's just like, look, this is what I, I don't want like my wolf it. To I don't like, like their choice. There's well, no, I like, mean, obviously, I, I get that, Keith. <laughs> there's so many ways of drawing just a, a a person with a dog's head. Yeah, it's not that difficult. <laughs> But you could uh, you could bigger. easily if I didn't already know you could trick me into thinking it was like Rothgar fan art from Final Fantasy fourteen. That's how no, like that's yeah, how can, that's how far that. off it is from looking like a wolf. Yeah, it does. It is pretty flat. It's got that flat face. It's 
fascinating. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't know how you did that. I don't know how you fucked up that bed. But he does. He does a lot of like clutch, clutching bloody corpses while yelling "no" in agony as various family oh. members and friends die to motivate as him. As one does, yes, to motivate him. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, I mean, that's, just yeah. That's what that kind of. That's what, that's, for, that's what yeah. that storytelling is. Someone, please motivate me. Kill a family member. Anything. I, th- I really. I was kind of wondering, I, I don't know, I was, maybe it was because I don't read comics very much. I was vaguely under the impression that people might have gotten past fridging uh, wives, but nope. No, no, <laughs> no, no, Nope, no, no. straight in the fridge. Still good. Still a very useful, good uh, It was right after they gave her texture. Like, is she cheating on him? What's going on? Oh, are they going to do something with this character? And she's dead. <laughs> right in the yes. fridge. No. Right also, this oh right, and the uh, and the character, the, the 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 big thing there is that the uh, the sister, the the daughter walks in while he's clutching the bloody corpse of the wife that got murdered by the vampire. So then she hates him now, and she's gonna go get the training to basically become Electra to go kill her dad. She's she's gonna be a werewolf hunter, and she's being she trained by and she's being trained by the vampire that killed the dad mom in the first place because she thinks that the dad did. She didn't like it's, ask it's the lot. dad. She no, didn't well, ask, like, hey, dad, did you, did you just kill mom? It's fucked up. And well, he's just I like, mean, what? obviously, he does, he he says it's not what it looks like because the dialogue writes itself at this point. <laughs> yeah. Whatever you think they might have said, that's what they said in all of these scenes. Maybe this I is like their so first comic. I was so fascinated by that comic. <laughs> it's Robert Kirkman and I think one other guy. I think maybe secretly the Robert what, Kirkman did didn't really out? work on it. I'm thinking maybe secretly the other guy worked on it mostly. <laughs> Uh, like it, it. Well, it came out. I mean, Invincible and Walking Dead were already running, and then uh, Wolfman became a spin-off series to Invincible. And I think they might have just slapped Robert Kirkman's name on it because it's it's biz. Like, say what you want about Invincible and Walking Dead, there was just bizarrely nothing to this Wolfman comic. I don't know, man. It says the series was created and written by Kirkman. Jesus. I don't understand how that could happen. <laughs> Maybe because he wasn't the one who actually wrote the other stuff. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> yeah. That could I wonder, be. When I see characters like that, people like that, I always wonder like, what the fuck is their life like? Like what's their schedule like? How's that any of it work? If you think about it, Robert Kirkman, uh, he was run, he was running three bi-weekly comics at the same time, I think, while also being like a consultant constantly and sometimes writer on the Walking Dead shows, of which there are now uh, four, three, four, three. Mm-hmm. Well, I imagine, I imagine not. There's going to be a fourth the one. Art. They've announced a fourth one. There's only there's, there's Walking Dead. There's Fear the Walking Dead. There's uh, Beyond the Walking Dead, which I've never watched because it's only on AMC Plus. And then after being on the show for fucking 12 years, Daryl and Carol are still going to have a spinoff show later. <laughs> My God. When did... The only thing stopping me from making a, an obsess- just an obsessive, irritating, long video about Walking Dead is just how intimidating it is to talk about anything that long talking about a 12 season <laughs> show and a, like a fucking a comic that you ran make it into, for make it into multiple videos i think the comics like 150 issues no 200 ish i don't know 
four compendiums. I, I, have all, I, I have all the compendiums. It's weirdly impressive because, like, yeah, it looks like Wolfman started in like 2007, and so that's like, yeah, like Walking Dead started in 2003 and Invincible started in 2003. So he's had a lot of time here. It's not like yeah, this is his I don't first understand why that comic's so like, bad. It's crazy. I guess maybe he literally didn't have time and he just phoned it in. Maybe someone like, because it looks like this was all when he he's, his Image Comics publishing, which is the only thing he seems to have been published. Jesus Christ. Like barely had any other publishers. Uh, yeah. may, I don't know. Maybe it was something like someone was like, look, you got to pump out. You got to pump this out in X amount of time. We'll pay you this much. And he's like, all right. He just gave out the most skeletal <laughs> bare bones. uh uh, bones uh exp like set up for just this one other guy to just draw is it just just keep just keep my friend employed <laughs> yeah, maybe it's like, maybe not? it is nepotism maybe maybe he just had a friend that he wanted to have a job so he like sketched out baby's first superhero plot and said oh draw this for like six years <laughs> jesus yeah I mean, it's a long time that. there's that's what's, what's nuts about these kind of storylines. That's why it's so befuddling to have so little texture in such a long story is you put so much of yourself into this kind of thing for so long. Like writing a serialized comic for that long is such an undertaking that I'm that's why it's so, so hard for me to ac accept when there's like nothing to it. Oh, I mean, you don't have to put yourself into it, clearly. <laughs> but it's. It, it, that's that is like that is truly impressive to think about that it's uh somehow turned out that way. I it's uh I, I wonder if the the and like that and that's not even like I, I would get it if it if there wasn't so many other examples in that time to look at. You know, again, it's not as if this came out um in a time where no one had written any better uh wolf man comics <laughs> like it's 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 so weird uh but the thing is like if you have a, a publisher contract like you're not gonna not do it like the com the publisher says oh yeah sure continue you're yeah, not gonna I be mean, like oh i don't have any ideas what i'm sometimes doing sometimes people just have a comfy gig like like paul ws anderson it's like i don't know i just every year i go out film a movie with my wife and it gets a 30% of Rotten Tomatoes <laughs> and like, yeah, I'm still do, getting paid. Yeah. So I guess who gives a shit? Yeah. You do like the Adam Sandler thing, which is like, all right, boys, pick a, pick a oh, place yeah. on the map where we're vacationing. Yeah. And you just where other movies movie are an excuse it. to go on a vacation somewhere and then they get paid to go yeah. there and they just have to like, like film it's... a shitty improv comedy thing. And that's easy. They're all SNL actors. Uh... Improving some garbage on the fly is like their whole career up to that point. They they were born and they were born in the unfunny improv molded by it, born in garbage molded yeah. by garbage. God, SNL hurts to watch. <laughs> I don't think it's ever not hurt to watch. Yeah, I don't, I don't think it's, I, I don't think it was ever good. I think yeah, it's had individual good skits that people will go will like and remember. But like as a whole, it's just a bad show that's long. It's a long bad show, so it's so much bad. <laughs> It's, wait, it's a long as in the one episode or because it's lasted too well, long? Well, because it's like an hour or whatever. Like, it's not like a, it's not a 20 minute show. Oh. It's a, it's a full like hour long show. That's all bad all the way through, basically. And you're like, this is too mm -hmm. long. Why is this so long? <laughs> please, I mean, Andy, please stop. What are you doing? Don't continue. 
I have uh, the only time I've ever heard of SNL is when there's one particularly bad. Uh, yeah, Elon Musk is Wario. Yeah. Oh God! What and if that's the, what if that's true of the movie either. too? Chris Pratt as Mario and Elon Musk as Wario. <laughs> Oh no! SNL was just the beginning. Isn't Chris Pratt actually a good actor? Uh, I don't know. What have I seen with him on? I've never seen the Galaxy. I've never seen him in. I've never seen him act in anything where you would have would have had to try really. Yeah, his character is always like, well. Uh, I haven't no, even seen Parks and the Rec. Not... I've ju I just know him from Guardians of the Galaxy, pretty much, where he's just a douchebag. Mm. He's just playing yeah, a really so douchey like, dude. His his mm. general his general character he gets casted for is like dismissive, flippant white guy. Um, is like that's it. Is just that's yeah. Usually I haven't his watched role. any of the Jurassic new movies. Um, same thing in Jurassic Park. He's that that's the same character he plays. He's just an asshole who is in a position of some kind of power by kind of like circumstance like oh no he, the dinosaurs he's, he's the adorable misogynist yeah basically that's like his his prime character trait which i think is like probably why the internet doesn't like him very much uh he has like one note and that isn't a good note it's like someone pressing the off key on a <laughs> piano and you're like jesus can you just like tune the damn thing and you're like nope here it comes again and you're like all right keep at it i guess it's like I, I don't know how to describe his like his entire career is just like you said he's just playing a shitty character he's just playing a shitty non-effort guy like i don't know it, the jurassic park guy is like wow look at this piece of shit oh no the dinosaurs escaped good thing we have this piece of shit who one of the dinosaurs responds to if it wasn't for that we would have literally no reason for this guy to be in this movie thank goodness like what <laughs> what that's your whole character and it's like somehow he's still there in multiple movies because they keep bringing the dinosaur back they have to bring the dinosaur with them or else the guy doesn't make sense <laughs> <laughs> that's like the whole plot and it's baffling you're like so chris pratt only exists because this dinosaur exists and the dinosaur is only here because People keep needing it for some reason and they just don't make a new one, which is like the whole premise of Jurassic Park is that you could just keep making dinosaurs. All right. Didn't sure. They, didn't they explain at some point that the dinosaurs don't look like real dinosaurs because they have bird DNA in them or something? No, they have frog DNA. Frog DNA. No, that's in a movie. It's not frog DNA. Yeah, that's what he's saying. In the in yeah. Jurassic Park, they, they retcon why they don't look like bird dinosaurs because it's like frog oh. dna yeah. and so the frog dna fucks with like the bird dna i guess and so it prevents <laughs> feathers i don't know <laughs> whatever man Did they retcon that i I, I would rather I they just lied and oh just said God. like this is what they dinosaurs in say... this universe look like look who's gonna no, they fucking just argue say, with them we are we were wrong about how dinosaurs looked like this is how they look like and put feathers on them like no, no 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 you're not getting rid of iconic t-rex and and Velociraptors. You are. That. That's a bad idea. You are. That is so you cheesy. Not, history, history, you. the real world, the real world can be as real as it wants to be. I do not want Jurassic Park to have feathered dinosaurs. That is not as terrifying. It would be I really stupid you, in if, like, in a hundred years, Coco Puff's bird was chasing after children. It would if look there's really a Jurassic dumb. Park in a hundred <laughs> years, they will have feathers and people will be laughing at people I'm in saying, the it would be It would be stupid That'd if be you have a Velociraptor uh, keeping of media or whatever 
It's like I'm they saying, remember a hundred year old media. Some, you have like velociraptors yeah. covered in bright little flowers, and they're just like ah ah ah, and you'd be like, what is this? This is a fucking threat to you. Just punch it in the mouth. It's a stupid bird. Like get the velociraptor is the size of a chicken. They they didn't even make the right size of the dinosaurs. That's what well, I'm saying. Well, yeah, like, he just if, he just he just well he did pick a what he did is he just liked the name better. Oh, so he, right. So he, he used a different dinosaur, but called it a Velociraptor. But it, it is yeah. a, it was supposed to be a real dinosaur. Just not that one. Mm -hmm. I, what is I, it think, I think that was Spielberg, not Crichton. That was Spielberg. I think... I what don't is remember, the real I, I dinosaur that they made? Something that starts with a D, I think. <laughs> I don't know. Because there's the terror bird. Dionysosaur. Kind of... <laughs> D's Nutsosaurus Rex. Flex the party. The terror bird is an actual dinosaur, right? The terror bird? The yeah. bird of a terror, terror flock bird. together? <laughs> that's, how I, that's how I pronounce it, but I don't think it is. I oh, think it's pterodactyl. Like that. No, not... Yeah, the pterodactyl is... A, yeah, but there's one in uh, Ark, uh, Ark Survival Evolved. That's the terror bird. It's called the bird of terror? I don't know, though. I, I only hear people say it. I never read it, because it's a dinosaur attacking me. Uh... Are you Could talking about the Phorosaurus? It's like the alternate universe the version of the Bird of Paradise. Did you when writing that? The Bird of Paradise. Phorosaurus Wow, that is a name. Phorus Hassaday. It, it, it's, it's literally like, the, it's called the Terror That's the bird. one. Yeah, that's yeah. the one. It, they're just they're basically someone took an eagle, took its wings off, and made it like four times the size. And we're like, all right, done. <laughs> like, cool. Yeah, they could have just, just, that's, yeah. It's just if a dodo, a cool but name, evil. That's, that's much better. The dodo, uh, yeah, a dodo, but evil. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's the dodo. Don't. It, I, it's still not yeah. terrifying. That's the problem. It like velociraptors just innately look. Maybe awful it's actually because... just a coward bird. That's why it's called the terror bird. I don't know. Well, how is that not terrifying? It's, look at the size of that beak. They don't a, have a, eyes. A, it's a famously afraid bird. But it do it doesn't have hands, and hands is what makes things scary. <laughs> See, wings aren't scary. Like, I, I'm not threatened by wings. What do you? You could close a door on wings. They can't do anything. But the scary part of Jurassic Park was when the Velociraptors opened the door, and you're like, oh fuck, they have hands. Oh <laughs> shit. <laughs> Like, that wasn't that's scary. scary. They have that's hands scary. and murder. Yeah, no, you're it you're looked, super. You're 100 wrong. The scariest thing no. in that that was the no Colonel's wrong. Uh, oh, that, oh. that fucking kitchen is the scariest thing in all of the Jurassic Park universe. <laughs> yeah, I never found terrifying. the hands. I never found the hands to be scary because it just looked like a mannequin. No, the implication like a... of dinosaurs having hands that work is scary because yeah. all of our no, all that, of that, our that defenses me up require hands. That entire kitchen. Like, I wasn't yeah. smart enough. I wasn't smart like, enough to process that. Or, and they, and or like when, gate, it, when it attacks when like the, the reflection of the kid and stuff, <laughs> or like the part where yeah. she, the the she's trying to like keep the door closed as they as it's open. It's like fuck, 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 fuck. And like, oh uh, yeah, that part even, was, was pretty. Yeah, they're horrible. Even the second, the second Jurassic Park was terrifying because they had the little cages, but they flip the, they like flip the levers on the cages and got out. And you're like, fuck, the fucking dinosaur hands. <laughs> like, it doesn't work with the T Rex. They got nothing. It's like, yeah, but this dumb bird wouldn't do shit. It walked to the game, be like, uh, uh, <laughs> and you'd be like, <laughs> all right, but enjoy your fucking cage, stupid dodo. <laughs> like, it's not gonna do much.
but velociraptors are scary man they'll just open your front door and be like knock knock forgot the lock and you're like oh fuck i guess <laughs> i just guess we're dead i'm just next, realizing that next i wasn't smart enough to process the implications next they'll have little dinosaur lock picks <laughs> exactly next they pull, they out, they his, get pull out his kit See? yeah they're, they're smart they're smart enough to use tools they're coming for you I don't like that. Mm -hmm. Whereas birds are fine. They got wings, no thumbs. We're good here. We can we can win. We can win against any bird species, except for apparently <laughs> emus. But I think that was a whole different beast. Your bird is um, easy. Oh yeah, we lost the emu the emu war. No, or uh, the Australians no, did. You. Australians did. We didn't lose a war to animals. I mean humanity animals. lost the um, emu war. We we Americans have lost war to inanimate objects, but never to animals. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But the uh What's it called? Um, birds are not a threat. Birds are never a threat. <laughs> That's why I don't like dinosaurs being birds. It's I get that it's real, but I what don't like this? the implication. I'm just thinking. I mean, back, the like, emus I've don't have so, I've I've listened to so many podcasts over the last like decade and a half or whatever. Uh, okay. This is always a fucking theme. It was always the I could fight an animal guy. <laughs> That's like Who's a mandatory that? cast member of every podcast. <laughs> Andrew well, didn't say that. I well, I will say it right now. I'll fight yeah. an animal. No, he's I've the I'll fight an animal. Not. He's the Bernie Burns. He's the I'll fight an animal guy. I will not How fight an animal or a bird. Any animal. And like it just happened. I listened to like uh what is it? They talk uh Chuckle Sandwich had a fight an animal dude. I think uh Please Stop Talking had a fight an animal dude. Like there's always a fight an animal <laughs> dude that'll fight an animal. I'll, I'll fight, fight the animal. Fight, fight the animal. And then, that, and then everyone's like, you understand how doughy and sad humans are. Animals will fuck you up, nope. bro. Nope. There's I've one ran thing away from animals, kittens. Animals do. So, what? <laughs> I've talked about this in the podcast, I think. I have, I've never met an animal that I felt personally I could not beat. Never? never. Any animal? Never. Are you assuming never. tools? Well, I mean, I, I assume you can't square that, off against a bear. Option. I mean, you were like a hundred pounds. Well, yeah, I can't square. I mean, like, look, I'm not going to box a bear. That's not going to. I have to use yeah. my brain here. I can't like you can't put me in a ring with any animal. Like just, <laughs> it, this isn't like Final Smash. No items like we're not going <laughs> to win a fight like that against any kind of animal. Humans are literally like the well, we're medium tier. Not, we can not, fight. So most in, animals, in other but, words, you can't one V one fox. <laughs> I, I can one v I can one v one a fox. What are you talking about? <laughs> Easy. Uh, they're creative. Fox, they, are, I, now, I don't know that now, you can. Foxes and they, they scream stuff. like people. <laughs> That's fine. Uh, they that laugh makes as it well. easier. I the, hate uh, it. I hate the sound so, foxes like, make in the woods. But like some animals are a little no, not harder. Not the squeaks. Like, the screams. Like a no. wolf could. A they wolf scream could be like harder. someone's currently being killed by a slasher. <laughs> yeah, they yeah people get scared. They think there's like somebody being murdered. Yeah, but it's just um, a it's just, it's just a, a random fox. fox in their backyard, their backyard that is the woods, which which is a pretty shitty backyard. That's pretty fucking scary. I don't wanna, I don't that like that. Sounds awesome, actually. I would I would buy a fox just to bring it to someone's like remote home and just let it wild <laughs> and just like make it scream. And someone's just like, oh my god, oh my god, what is that? I'm not sure that captive foxes do that. I, I think he means well, he just I, wants I'm to not, relocate a yeah, fox. I'm just gonna take a fox just from the wild and throw it in someone's in backyard. Not you can just hurt buy it, a but... big speaker and play like. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's no, probably no. cheaper because there's there's audible differences between the sound of a real terrified fox and. He needs that speaker. all natural. Yeah, because it's gonna People run and scream at the same time. 
So it's got this like nice effect. I mean, yeah, people right wouldn't here. notice. People don't notice when they didn't plug their fucking HD cables in correctly. Maybe. <laughs> Either way, yeah. the, the the point you remains. You just have to break a, boom, beat, a boomer specifically. I would beat the shit out of this terror bird. There is no way that this thing would be a threat to me. <laughs> it's I would it's it enormous. Down. It's like t three meters tall. Okay. And I'm going to do, I don't know, I'll jump on its back and choke it to death. Like, what's it, it going to do? It beaks you. It beaks you. It's like it, it hurts and breaks faces bad. Breaks faces. <laughs> I, did you see the size of the thing? An emu is like half its size and it, I, it screws, screws you up. I would... I've met emus and they are no threat to me. I've met uh, and ostriches. emus. Ostriches, met ostriches, they, they, they no. get to you with their things. Ostriches are only a threat if you run from them. But if you're standing with them already, no threat anymore. Now they're just you dumb birds that. standing in front of you. When they're running at you, you feel defenseless because they're fast and they'll run you over and just keep going. That's scary. You do not want to get run over by a bird. But if it's already there with you. Or by anything for that matter. Well, yeah, you don't want to get run over. But if it's already there, standing next to you, that's it. It's over. What's it going to do? It, it can, like, try to claw you with its feet, you. I guess. But, yeah. again, you've got feet. Step on its foot. Slap it in the face. Done. Like. I've got feet. <laughs> yeah, you've got feet. And your feet are probably better at squishing their feet than their feet are squishing your face. Because you have more mobility than they do. So, they're, look that's... at their dumb little knee. Look at their dumb knees. Their knees bend in a dumb way. Easy. <laughs> I hope everyone's enjoying the bird meta discussion. Don't hurt the ostriches. Why are you? Why are you hurting the ostriches? Look at that face. That face would be perfect between two of my fit, my two of my they hands do. slapping in between. One, two. Ostriches one, do have two. a the least likable bird face. Everything. Also, long neck creatures are just not advantageous to they anything. Are, you like, say that. You think you can grab their neck and twist it or something? It's super strong for one, and they also like peek you with it. Like they go around the neck, wink, wink, and it's, it's like not about, <laughs> got... it's not about grabbing it. It's about like punching it. You punch in the throat. You just keep punching in the throat. Oh, that's like, yeah. You're not gonna grab. What are you gonna strangle it? Like, <laughs> like it's yeah. not gonna, you're not gonna grab the thing and like you could do that to a goose. Like goose. Yeah, are you really can do dumb. that to a lot of animals. Uh, a lot but of, uh, not an ostrich, like or a giraffe. Like they're kind of that. Their entire persona is around these are, the muscle. Ostriches are basically. Have you ever have you ever seen a um, what's the it's, what's the oh turkey? Have you ever seen a turkey? Oh yeah, turkey fights. Yes. Are a, yeah, tur they're basically a big turkey. Turkeys are super dangerous. Where oh, I used, no, where no, I used to work, no, we had roaming no, packs of turkeys in the parking lot that would just chase yeah. smaller office workers around. <laughs> yeah, they encounter. It's really turkey. funny. Uh, I mean, I, I, I don't think and it would be funny no for, for the person running away. I don't know. I, I wouldn't mess with like, turkey. Geese and turkeys are two creatures that I have no idea how people just walk away from them in, in some kind of terror. They are literally of no threat. Of no the geese are less threat because geese just rely on spreading their wings and making a little racket, and so they can be intimidating. But what you're just the, like, what do you think a turkey does? The turkey goes. It's like the the strategy of a chicken, but the, the big. The the turkey doesn't the turkey like peck you? I can peck my ankles all at once. I'm wearing pants. Like, what is it gonna do? It's it goes through the pants. The chickens go through the pants. I've had chickens. They don't go through the pants. They go through the hands. Uh, our chickens were like wimpy. No, <laughs> chickens. chickens were not wimpy. They, I watched them brutally murder one of another. So they're okay, pretty strong fair. chickens. 
uh the difference well, is is that I, mean, again, I think most things can kill the things that they are well yeah but i'm saying their beaks aren't like they're not they razors. can be pretty they're not like they can i don't be know pretty, they're not knives they're they can be sharp but again i i primarily find myself not in oh, a position right. of, like i'm not wearing shorts like if i was wearing I shorts i might be a little hesitant i might need to like crush it before it crushes me but so i i haven't dealt with chickens in a long while but my uh, i remember when i was a kid my my, my grandmother had chickens uh and uh i remember that they, they would peck through the the clothes like the jeans and whatnot but i think i know why my grandmother used to cut the beaks of the chickens and she said specifically that it was because they would eat their eggs a lot and so you know don't don't eat your eggs so give the eggs because i like oh. omelets yeah and so she would cut the beaks at the top uh, like the very tip of the the beak but one thing i remember seeing chickens do is they would actually sharpen their beaks in the stone so yes. the the coop that they were in it had like a base layer of stone and then the the like the uh you know the wire fence above that and they would yeah they would just sharpen their beaks in the stone they were like wang, 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 like a knife so they yeah they do do that chickens are mean yeah they i well okay. yeah they, i'm not saying that they're not like aggressive creatures uh but yeah. i'm saying that they're not a threat <sighs> in numbers you just gotta maybe. you just gotta or if you're be, a baby it's it's like a fighting game. You got to know what kind of moveset they have and be ready to counter it when they try doing something like like I've you know, like I've had chickens and chickens will try to peck you if you got something. But if you know, they're going to try to peck you, you slap it in the face before it pecks you. and It's kind of like stunned. It's like, oh, shit. Yeah, you get right for that. Like yeah. turkeys is the same way. If you walk up to a turkey and turkey looks at you, you slap it in the face it's like, oh, shit. Oh, fuck. I wasn't ready for that. <laughs> like a turkey, like most birds aren't ready to be confronted by a person that's an, like, unless, you know, like, unless it's an overly aggressive way. Like if you start chasing after it, then it's like, oh, I got to square up. But if you walk by a turkey and you just slap it in the face, it's like, oh, sh oh, God, <laughs> like it's not ready for that. Uh, animals don't know the concept of like, uh, what's it called? Um, Fair fight or... I suppose not a fair fight. The uh, pocket sand. No, what's the word I'm looking for? I'm trying to think of the uh, um, non-lethal aggression. No, the before you like you attack someone with uh, without them like with no provocation. Oh, uh, like oh, sucker punch, surprise right. attack. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. Animals have no concept of sucker punching. So to them, if you're not ho you're actively hostile, if you're not actively hostile towards them, they're just kind of like. All right, it's a person. So the moment you punch him, like, what the fuck? Oh my god, I wasn't ready to go. Like, I didn't know we were go time. We've reached the stage of this where Andrew's con involves like social engineering the animal. You gotta. Every animal's gotta be socially engineered. Uh, where are except emus? Emus don't need that. They'll just they'll come for you. Well, emus are. I mean, emus and ostriches will just kind of attack on sight if they don't like you or like where you are or like being alive. They kind of just are aggressive in general. Emus are yeah. fine. They just, they'll be mad at you if you don't have food. But I don't know. I've never met an emu who was like a threat. They're just, they just kind of walk around and like, hey, how's it going? You got food? No, fuck off then. And they just leave. And you're like, all right, well, I'm sorry I bothered you. I'm not just giving you food. Yeah, ostriches will <laughs> run at you. So ostriches will run at the cage. Like if you're standing at, that's why in a zoo, they always have these big gaps between the fence and the ostrich it's like they'll run at the at, they'll run at the the gate to try to like scare you um uh which is mm -hmm. funny because there's a gate and you know how a gate works and i'm assuming they know how a gate works so this is like a bad game of chicken but 
Uh, yeah, they'll they'll just like the thing about fighting game, like, emus and so on is that thankfully they'll never have hands. That's and see You're that's safe. the thing. If they <laughs> if they had thumbs, this chain this would be I would have a way different attitude. I'd be like, I don't know, man. I don't think we'd fight. I think well, I'll just kind of hang out and watch them exist. They can say, just Andrew's, take over Andrew's the not fighting any Monkeys. movie raptors. Monkeys no, are a serious not. problem in certain parts of the world, uh, and they and have I, opposable thumbs. So monkeys are a little bit different. Uh, they're a harder. They're I could I will fight one, but I'm not confident. It's uh, <laughs> I am I am slightly confident, but only because of social engineering. Otherwise, you're a monkey more would probably kick my ass. You're more confident uh, you could buy, fight a bear than a monkey. Yeah, absolutely. A monkey could use a gun. So. That is way more dangerous. It's like a monkey. Could, <laughs> is a that monkey a monkey? Literally... He's got a gun. Yeah, like a monkey could literally just show up with a knife, and I'm like, "Fuck, man, he brought a knife." I'm I mean, fucked. crabs can what? hold knives. Well, yeah, but a crab can't actually articulate knife usage. It's just like holding <laughs> monkey, it. It doesn't actually know how to things. use it. Uh, they, yeah, they know. They learn. A monkey can imitate <laughs> and has the same mobility as me. So if it watched a movie of like I don't know, it watched fucking John Wick. Now it knows how to do some fucking CQC shit. I'm fucked. That's so a smart so ass monkey with so a you're knife. So afra you're afraid of otters. I don't know. Otters, otters are kind of small. They I got think little there's hands like a, and they can use tools. Yeah, but I think I could they, like I think otters are like the size open. that you can like your head. Otters are super easy. Otters are super easy to defeat. All you have to do is show them. <laughs> all you Andrew's have to do is show them. In, uh, Colonel's joined in. <laughs> you, all you have to do is show them running water, and they're like, "Not on my watch!" And they're off making an, a dam or a dick or whatever they do. And is it? <laughs> they make, they're Minecraft they otters. Yeah, it's just like well, that's it. They have that's all the exact same proclivities as as a Minecraft player. Yeah, uh, I can make like a dam uh, or a dick or something. I don't know. Is it is it is it the correct term, dick, or is it dyke? Oh, Wait. a dyke. I thought you meant a penis. It's, a dyke? it's probably a dyke. I thought you meant a oh, penis, that's... which is that's why Minecraft. I was like, um, yeah, it could make something kind of, productive uh, or a giant dick. Or you know. dick. Oh, that was funny. I didn't make, mean it to be funny. Yeah, it's but, fine. Yeah, the audience dyke. gets them. <laughs> Sometimes. Thank goodness. You you accidentally create a lot of jokes sometimes. <laughs> sometimes it's on purpose. Now I don't know where that is, but uh, but yeah, there's it depends. So the mobility, the functionality, and the opposability of their thumbs really like tears animals on fightability. Bears again, you can deal with because bears have a limited range of combat options. They have to claw at you or bite at you. There's not really much else they can do. They're not going to like bust out a fucking katana and come at you. They're <laughs> kind of limited here. So um, you think. So I know. I've seen bears, <laughs> and they're very limited in their attacks. I've seen, a, I've seen uh, documentaries about pandas. You would be surprised about the pandas katana. Pandas can't usage. even keep themselves upright 90% of their lives, and they can't even procreate the rest of the 10% that they're necessary <laughs> to survive. Like, pandas, pandas if not for really, our intervention, yeah. would have killed themselves off. <laughs> Like yeah. without any human intervention, we would have done nothing and they would have died off. And we was like, all right, it's just pandas are no threat. Pandas are a threat to themselves more than they're a threat to humans. They the, can uh, be. Yeah, they they're they very big. They can be dangerous. But as in like a, a bookshelf can be dangerous. If it yeah, falls I'm not, 
Yeah, that's like saying a vending machine is dangerous. And it's like, I guess, but you got to like actively be aggressive to the vending machine first. Mm-hmm. I don't know how you. <laughs> you got to, cre- it's, you got to, like, just like how in some games you find your own fun with vending machines, you got to find your own danger. <laughs> don't recommend your it, own but danger I guess vending you can. machine. Whenever, whenever a vending machine is said to be dangerous, I assume it's for the same reason that furniture says that you should screw, that you should nail it to a wall. <laughs> it's a thing that's heavy, and then it can just be not. It can, it can be horizontal <laughs> all of a sudden, and you're like, "Oh fuck, I was there." Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm, fact, I'm surrounded by shelves like that. It's it's the same danger as a rock. Yeah, to the point where uh, I think the last. Uh, when I was a kid, people uh, and people would talk about what to do in in the event of an earthquake. They would say you should, um, if you are inside a building, you should uh, look for a like a doorway or something that has like a um, um, you know what I mean, like an arch or something inside the the house that would protect you from the ceiling falling in in a better way than just being in the middle of a room. Yeah. Um, these days, or the last anti earthquake thing that i attended they actually say that you should just go to the road because it's a lot safer than being inside the house. <laughs> simply because I mean, things yeah, fall on you and that's just most get the likely fuck out of the house. injury i'm pretty yeah, sure that's most... like always the uh, the best option is to just like if you can leave just go leave the place yeah, yeah. like yeah. schools are like that schools are like if there's a fire don't just hang out here no no i was saying earthquake specifically no i know but like Schools or any any kind of threat that happens, just leave. Just get just, out. Yeah. Just go away. Just do not yeah. be in the school. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much, that's like the unless the it's it, it unless it's weapons. In which case, buy weapons to fight the weapons with the weapons for more. No, no, only <laughs> teachers can have weapons to fight weapons. Uh, students oh, have right. to get out. They need to go leave. Hmm. Um, it I is a. I, I always thought that advice was weird. The. Uh, go hide in a weirdly specific place i'm like get the fuck out of the building immediately <laughs> yeah that's fair like it shouldn't be i feel like a, i feel like the building shouldn't be that immediately dangerous and if it is then the whole thing might be going down so you, that's even more reason to get the fuck out it's <laughs> hyper specific yeah. things like yo yeah go hide in a specific part of your house i'm like i i could be out of here in five seconds <laughs> like i don't know why i'd want to be like oh wanting God, to I'm brave just... it like a ship like a captain going down to the ship my house is is built like a maze <laughs> what? you still haven't figured out the level design you always get lost no i know the level design i just it's like to complex five from goldeneye <laughs> yeah it takes me it takes me like 20 minutes 20 minutes 20 seconds to get out of the house that doesn't it's seem not, it's not that big of a house don't don't think i have a mansion i'm not that loaded you're just very bad at navigating <laughs> <laughs> no, I need to go out into a hallway and then down the stairs and then across the living room into the kitchen into another hall and then I am out. This is the door. I there's another I door no way, like I can't visualize. No, it's <laughs> impossible to visualize. Do you still have way too many stairs? Oh, yeah, there's a lot of steps, yeah. Is in your last house how like every room oh, was connected by or have you not? Yeah. I, I thought you were moving. Have you not moved yet? Uh, I'll probably next year. Hopefully next oh, year. Yeah, because you're talking about like every room is connected to the next, the next room mm-hmm. by stairs again. Basically, just it's always yeah. stairs. Always stairs. My room is connected to the hall, or rather, the hall that connects to my room is connected to the living room through stairs, and then the living room connects to 
a couple of other rooms through stairs, and then the uh, kitchen connects to the what's the where you wash your clothes. There's I have a room where for washing clothes and stuff. Well, uh, sub and suburban houses are so homogenized. Uh, homogenized. <laughs> <laughs> suburban suburban houses are so homogenized in the United States. It feels like like a, it's hard to even imagine a wildly different house. They just never yeah. happen. Like the idea of every house, room being connected by stairs. I'm like, wait, what? Why? Do you live in that like the map of San Francisco, but as a house? <laughs> it's a little bit like that in the sense that the original house really only had one level, and then a new bit of the house showed up to in a different level. And then another bit of the house showed up in a different level. And then just it, like the original house is from 1881. And then it had it, like every couple of decades, it had a little bit more added. And that's basically, you know, that's, that's the evolution of a house. It just adds more bits, bits and bits. Fun fact, mm. that's how the, the, the maze of uh, Minoth the Minotaur maze thing that's the uh, in Crete, or Crete, Crete. The Minotaur. What's the name of the island? Minos. Yeah, Minos. Yeah, Minos is the name of the the place itself. But the that's how supposedly it is. At least it's thought that's how the legend of the maze was born. Because there's a castle in that island, uh, and there's some archaeological evidence of the castle. You can see it you know, on Google Maps if you look up. Uh, look it up. You can see like the the details of the, some of the buildings and or some of the walls, uh, and this is like a two thousand or almost three thousand year old castle. But the castle is just somebody's house that kept growing and growing and growing and growing. But because it grows in this weird organic way, it doesn't have any centralized way of building it. So it's like a maze, and that's where the legend comes from. It's the castle it was like a maze. And he in had US, some sun that he didn't want anyone to see, so he hit him inside the maze. Oh, that, that bit is probably all made up. <laughs> yeah, the part where there's a minotaur, it's probably made up. Well, the minotaur is not made up, though. I mean, because maybe it, maybe, like. a, maybe a comet was leaving the state. <laughs> <laughs> the minotaur is very likely derived from uh, the, the the gods that they had. And the uh, it is very likely that they worshipped some, some sort of uh, bull-like god. In the term, in terms of the, the that aspect. doesn't make it not made up. Well, yeah, but in this, <laughs> there wasn't there wasn't a minotaur. <laughs> like, what like do you the, mean it's not that's made like up? The found, that's like the founding of Rome being the two dudes who got raised up by a she wolf. Yeah, it's that not, didn't happen. It's not made up. It didn't happen, but it's not made up in the sense that it's like it's a, literally a, what I'm made up means. This one, it's not real. That's true. That's true. What, what the but fuck is not? What does not made up mean to you? But there's different levels of made up. There's the made up where I say, yeah, there's Santa Claus, and then there's uh, my fan fiction. But Santa Claus is not made up either. That that was my different levels of made up, Santa Claus and my oh, fan right. fiction. <laughs> they were the extremes. Oh, I thought your fan fiction. Oh, right. Santa I got Claus is up, like yes. more people believe in Santa Claus, Claus than God. Probably, I don't know. <laughs> nah, I don't know where we're at. That's not true. I don't. I don't know where we're at in like the. What? What? Wait. What do you mean, God? Though, like one specific <laughs> God, or or just All God in them. general? All I guess, of them. Okay, I guess yeah. the Christian God. Yeah. Eh, I could see that being the case. Nope. All of them. 
Santa Claus brought to you by Coca-Cola. Enjoy that There's red so and many, white uh, branding that it just happened organically for no reason, definitely, and not for any particular brand reasoning. Yeah. No, but are I you, think are I you think the marketing that, appropriate. That Santa Claus is a Coke shill. I definitely never never saw him do anything like that. I don't Drinking know. I've never Coke seen I've never seen Coca Cola no. and Santa Claus in the same room. So maybe no. it's true. It's this is a big conspiracy. I've just been hanging out awesome. playing Orcs Must Die three this whole time. I wonder if I should just use that as the visuals and just put That's... some branding in the corner. I've been do I've been playing the uh, whole time. Yeah, I've been playing it the whole time. Mm. I was like, should I, if I'm playing, playing a game, should I just have gameplay footage as the podcast? Probably not. No. I mean, maybe. I, don't know. Um, I can be leafy. I've been playing, <laughs> uh, un I've been playing Unpacking. Oh no, he's Bridget. still around? Oh my god. I don't, is he, I, he came back, didn't he? Oh my, he had to come back? I didn't even know. Uh, <laughs> I think he was gone for a while after the iDubs thing. Are you saying we why defeated do, why him don't once? People who, why don't people who earn just outrageous amounts amount of money just shut up and go away? Uh, that's in related news, Shane Dawson is back. I have no uh, yeah, but he's never really left. I don't know who that is. He's always been there. We've talked about him before. Waiting. He's the worst. He's just the worst yeah, person on YouTube. He's the... And he's back. Oh, Can you I mentioned. Think? I remember you mentioning him, but I don't. I don't know who he is. And Keemstar said that he's retiring, but he's but just going to go into politics, which is somehow worse. Bad. What, what do you mean somehow? It's evidently worse. I guess it'll. No, no. I mean, he's not gonna win. I guess it'll. It'll just be yeah. cringe. It'll be like when Count Dankula and Sargon out of a cod ran for. We're like we're working with. Was it UKIP or something? Yeah, that was. Oh, they, did yeah. A, they did a bunch of political stuff, and it was like so embarrassing. It basically ended their careers. I feel like. I forgot about that. I forgot <laughs> that they did real. do try like did try running for office and stuff, and it never went that anywhere. Was astonishing. I was gonna start a that. sentence and say in their defense, but I. Stop what? <laughs> Why? <laughs> yeah, because get going. The, defend you, them. What's going on with them? No, I'm not going to defend them. I'm just going to say <laughs> that you're about to get into a Farage. defender bender. No, I'm not. <laughs> and Farage were, were very, had a very symbiotic relationship. So it's, it's yeah. But it was real cringe and bad and also just offensive and terrible. Besides being cringe. I'll believe you. The world is bad. And they made it worse. And yes. Did did they? It is nice living in a mostly post-Sargon world. I think he's just... Is, he just, is, he, just, of... is he just gone now? I don't I ever don't, hear about him anymore. It, it might as well be. Maybe everyone just got nobody... bored of talking about him. Maybe he's still around. Oh, but there's, a, there's others around. It's not like his ilk is not just doing the same no, thing. No, yeah, there's they, always and... more infuriating people. I don't know. People like Tim Pool are like less... I don't know, nefarious. They're really bad for a lot of reasons, but there was something so just incredibly toxic and distressing and like pre-Trump about Sargon. Like just a disgusting person all the time. Yeah. Like, oh, well, God. It looks like he did. He streamed one day ago. Oh, no. People still doing that? He's almost got a million subscribers. Uh... Yeah, uh, it looks like his his uh, his his views aren't that of someone who has nine hundred thousand subscribers. <laughs> I can tell you that much. Uh, a, mo a video from a month ago has one hundred seventy thousand views. 
he um, he can't keep milking the the Sarkeesian effect or whatever forever. <laughs> People just forget. They're like, "What? Who's this?" Sure. Yeah, he has like a lot of a lot of one his of the best things teams. that Anita could do at this point is just just never, never do anything ever again publicly, and then just they they'll just get increasing like like a hundred youtubers will get increasingly desperate as they just have less and less to talk about <laughs> because anita hasn't done anything for like six years and they're like what do we do it's our only thing people got bored of us complaining about brie larson it would be it actually be Too really fast. funny if she uh if she just like did a bunch of stuff but under a pseudonym mm-hmm uh so they just didn't know that she was doing stuff because her name didn't change like legally she's still that and she could just still do whatever she normally does like goes on twitter and says like hi gamers and just makes like four million people upset you kind of um, sounded a little bit like her when you said hi gamers uh, but the, uh <laughs> what yeah but i can uh but but like in the background she's making like new projects and releasing stuff but under some like pseudonym and so there's like they're just sitting there being upset that she made like a tweet saying hi to gamers and there's nothing else, but she gets to sit there and do her projects without what any kind of What could she mean? Is she planning something? Oh my god, is she making a sequel to the uh, hit critically acclaimed fucking... They, they would, I don't even they know would just full whole cloth fabricate an entire narrative about how like she's making a oh, new yeah. Kickstarter now because she said yeah. hi on Twitter once. <laughs> like, like that's, what, oh, yeah, that's, that's their grift, is that they just make stuff up eventually and just keep yelling about a boogeyman that like they make hours of content about every time she puts up five minutes of content mm -hmm. and they just have to stretch just, so hard and just pretend other just, things happen that didn't just constantly make uh constantly make kickstarters that aren't supposed to go anywhere just so you can make them upset uh and make <laughs> them I keep making them more outlandish like i want to make a kickstarter so i can literally remove all men from video games i'm just gonna pay nintendo to remove oh that would art. go i think like, I think that, just, that is taking the shit so far that I think the people would, would back that. The biggest no, cure to all the outrage was just if anybody actually bothered watching any of her content, which is mostly just boring. Like, it is not this incendiary, burned down men and video games content that they pretended it was no, all along. Run of the it mill. Not, it's the incredibly mill. dry academic lectures. Oh, yeah. Where and she even and she even straight up says what is practically like one of my catchphrases, which is just the idea that like the, uh, like, like, liking something, I'm fucking I'm lost I'm broken we've been talking for three hours, but it's just <laughs> yeah. the just the idea that you can criticize something and still like it and like that the entire oh yeah like just she yeah. says it in the outset that this entire series of videos isn't about like. And that's why all these games need to die and are bad and need to be stopped. It's like, no, she's literally like part of engaging in something and enjoying it is criticizing it. Like that's part of the process of caring about something a lot. It's what we literally always do all the time. Apart from NFTs, we don't do NFTs. We criticize them only. Like there's just such an obvious element of like, uh, like what's all we do. That's all we do all the time yeah, is we, yeah. we criticize stuff all the time. And like, we obviously love, well, Andrew doesn't, but, <laughs> but we obviously <laughs> love video games in general. And that's why we're so interested in this stuff and why we do the criticism and everything. Like it's, that's part of it. Like you're so, you're so in deep that there's all these things that you want to talk about all the time, but don't talk about that specific element or you're going to be targeted by embarrassing people for a few years. Yeah, imagine if I actually made anime videos. That would be awful. 
It was, it was an anti-intellectual movement where people just, for a living, just refused to engage though. with basic essays for but get mad about them without interacting with them. Yeah, anti-intellectualism is the, all the rage, basically. More it's, than it's, perhaps uh, it ever has been. It's just exhausting. That's good. I like that. Um, <laughs> so it makes an anti-intellectualism anti makes a lot of suckers. So it's easier to, to get, con and grift all those people. So keep doing that. Keep being anti-intellectual because you're just an easier target for someone to take all of your money. And then you can, you know, uh, be buy NFTs. People, yeah, you could become the people that you hate the most. The people that are. Uh, but that's uh, the thing. They don't even ever become that because there's anti-intellectualism uh, doesn't quite become. I don't know. Some of the, I mean, some of the anti-intellectual uh, recently during this uh medical issue has uh, resulted in a lot of interesting <laughs> unnecessary deaths the uh there is there is definitely a there is definitely a correlation yeah. between rejecting science and factual reality and an early demise um maybe you won't yeah. become financially broken but there are other ways you can be broken as a person um yeah and that just comes from lack of knowledge, lack of willing to learn. And that's fine. Again, I'm not I'm not gonna tell you no. You go right right freaking ahead. Um I'm here for it. That's my guilty pleasure is watching that. So <laughs> that's right. Uh, so keep doing it. That keeps feeding my content. That's all I'm here for. Uh, just keep so if stepping you wanna, on rakes. Yep. If you want to spite me, you can become an intellectual and that sucks. Then I don't get any content to watch. Damn, that sucks. Uh, we're all just going to have to progress as a species from now on and just spitefully make it so I have nothing to enjoy. Yep. But uh, otherwise, keep failing. I'll be there. That's uh, right, humanity. Ahead. Be the best you can be by boring Andrew. Good luck. I mean, <laughs> your, your options are either play into my hand and fall exactly where I want you to be or spitefully oppose me. And unfortunately, you cannot be anti-intellectual and spitefully oppose me it will not work it just is not it is a, an impossible how the cards fall yep so sorry buds uh it's one or the other but and with that i think yep. it's a good time to end because it's yep, already almost that was the end. outro be the best andrew disappointer that you can be <laughs> send your questions to dialogue choices podcast at gmail.com and, and I'll be disappointed by it. We'll get to some of them sometimes. We got one. We got one this week, and we had a we bird. Did. That's like multiple requests at once. It's an wow, all-star pretty, episode, yeah. the greatest there ever was. Wow! Send us your animal tier list. <laughs> uh, and how easy it would be to fight them. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's how well it's whether or not you think Andrew could defeat them. <laughs> Andrew's gonna make a tier it'd be a really boring video Andrew makes a tier list on his channel and it's just he keeps putting all of them in the same tier of being able to destroy them <laughs> all in the D all in the D list look at all of these and then monkey S tier oh shit can't no it's got <laughs> like... thumbs shit's scary alright see you guys later <laughs> bye, bye.